0: on my left hand side and the the cord only goes for so long i'm right-handed
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know i could learn to operate the mouse with my left but i've actually learned to operate just tight with my left and operate man. with the, so. y'all just
1: get what i just get what's comfortable for me man that's what i would do to be well, quite honest
0: that's true but I'm I'm learning to be flexible and, and adaptive to what I have and the fact that I've practiced in the past with using my left and my right hand and and cooperation. It's just I'm getting used to just type because I normally I type I type with one hand anyway. So I just mm-hmm. type my left, guide with my right. And this is, it helps me with uh it, it keeps me in that like mouse and keyboard gaming sense to be able to just do that. So, it, it's
1: actually helping. All right. All right. This is episode 210 of the First and Framery's podcast. Myself, DJ81, we're waiting for bills to get in. And uh, we're just chugging right along. Another episode, another weekend. Uh, I'm going to have to change the title because it's, I need to edit. So, I I was typing too fast. Instead of a T, I put an R. Wow. So... Nice. So if you uh, refresh, it should uh, change itself. Oh, it changed itself on the fly. That's good. I didn't know Twitch could do that. All right. That's what's up. So um, today we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl 55. So we're going to talk about what happened, what didn't happen, and what our thoughts. We're going to talk about the NBA All-Star Game. Um, apparently that there's some rift about that going on. Uh, and uh, should we really care? Because the players really don't. And we're going to talk about video games. You know, just video games in general. The difficulty in video games and all the other good stuff. And uh, we're just going to get into it and just go from there. So uh, we're just getting to get into the intros real quick and we're just going to get started. Uh, DJ, how have you been?
0: Well, I've been okay. Uh, football season's over, as you can tell by the face. Yeah, uh, the new slate, wiped everything clean, everything that happened in 2020 with the NFL season, just completely gone. So... Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the Super Bowl, been playing my games, and I got back into writing a little bit. I'll tell you guys a little bit about
1: that later. Alright, that sounds good. Football season is not over. You can come to my uh, channel and watch some football. I'm still playing football, so um, if you want to get your football fixed and have it done in the most realistic way possible, even with old technology, I have it here on my Twitch channel um uh, in my opinion it does capture the essence of the sport and there's no cheesiness going on involved so if you still need a football fix and you don't feel like watching things that are already um you know you know the outcome of like reruns or whatever come over to the twitch channel i'll still play some football games uh as far as that goes uh streaming has been going well um the viewership has been doing great people have been coming through watching stuff on the channel i really appreciate that you guys are awesome and uh Everything has been going a bit on my end outside of gaming. I've just been, uh, you know, getting things together around the house, working, doing um, just basic stuff and coming up with more ideas not only for this channel but also the YouTube channel. Um, I did a video on YouTube earlier today. If you guys haven't checked that out, go check that out. Um, mainly, I've been doing some more pickups. You know, I've been doing a lot of things as far as picking up some games throughout the week or whatever the case may be and i just show them off and i had a, a little mini topic on uh what i wanted to talk about and uh i found it pretty interesting uh outside of that like i said everything is good and uh hopefully that um you know uh you guys will continue to support really really appreciate it um let's go uh oh also one more thing because I, I i always forget this down at the bottom right there on the uh ticker you can subscribe to the podcast on itunes spotify google play and soundcloud uh, if you like, you can go over there and um, pretty much check out the podcast on your leisure when you don't want to. If you can't catch us live and you don't want to use up too much data, just go to any of those places, download each episode, any episode that you want, and uh, just go from there. But it's best to, su- to subscribe because when you do subscribe, you will get a notification as soon as the episode comes up. You it'll pop up on your phone or your tablet or wherever else you want to put your podcast um, uh, menus on. So we'll just go with that, and let's get right into it. DJ, actually, what are your thoughts?
0: Actually, not, we're not going to get right into it because you're just going to skirt over the fact you got a new logo.
1: They can look at that. I
0: mean, they got a new logo. I'm just right. saying, um, that's a big deal because you haven't changed your logo in Lord knows how long, and it actually looks kind of, it looks dope. Though. It looks.
1: I appreciate it. I thank you. No, I mean, the, the logo's there. I mean, you guys can check it out. I've got it on my twitter i have it also on twitch as well i did not change it on the youtube because youtube is called first and frame rates so uh, therefore i didn't want to change that it it kind of made no sense i I will keep the helmet over there but um basically it just is an eagle i I, you know because i'm a, a big fan of the eagles georgia southern and i wanted to put my own spin on it so i got the eagle put my name under it and actually I got a little model under that saying gaming since 1985, which is the truth. I've been gaming since I've been three years old and uh, it, I don't see it stopping no time soon. So, uh, so there you go. All right. So let's go ahead and get into it. Super Bowl 55. I sat back and watched it. Um, little disappointed in it because I thought it was going to be a shootout, but it turned out that the, the offensive line of the chiefs really was exposed because they didn't have their starters. And, uh, you know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just teed off on that. Also, um, defensively, they did pretty good in the secondary as well. They basically bracketed the two top receivers and made you, well, Pat made Pat Mahomes say, hey, you're going to beat us with other receivers. So even if we didn't have the pass rush on you, you're going to have to beat us with the other receivers outside of Kelsey and um, Tariq Hill. Um, I think it was a phenomenal... Um, phenomenal game plan, even if the, the like I said, if the offensive line was intact for the Chiefs, because if you're going to bracket the top two receivers, which they did a really good job of, you had a situation where, um, you know, you had to have guys like Sammy Watkins or uh Robertson or whoever else they had out there um, receiving, because I, I can't really name all of them, but you had those guys. They those they, they going to be the ones that have to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Shout out to Ty Bowles. He did a f- phenomenal job of – uh pulling up a game plan against the Chiefs and it worked to perfection. Uh, you, you couldn't ask for a better drawn up situation than that. And I highly commend him because it just goes back to show you sometimes some of these people who are um, head coaches, it's just not cut off for them. It's just not. Some of them are just good at being defensive coordinators or, or coordinator, or if they're just good being a quarterback coach or whatever, it worked out for them. And it was just a perfect uh, drawn up uh, scenario uh but I, I like I said I was a little disappointed because I wanted to see a little bit of entertainment even though I'm not I'm not too big of a fan of like high scoring games. I just thought this one was going to be a high scoring game so I took it upon myself to say, "Hey, maybe I could sit back and enjoy a 45 to 42 uh Super Bowl." But that wasn't the case. So, um shout out to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, shout out to Tom Brady. Another Super Bowl win under his belt. It just keeps getting better for him in his career. Looks like he's coming back to play again, and the main thing is, he's gonna do what he do as long as he stay upright. If he stays upright, he's gonna be fine. So the main thing is they're gonna to have to keep an offensive line around him because if he's flustered, uh, I don't know what kind of shape he's in. It seems like he's in good shape, but he just cannot take any hits. So keep him upright, and Tampa Bay can go as far as they can, uh, as far as they want. Uh, DJ, what are your thoughts about the game?
0: Well, I was thoroughly entertained. I came up doing the era where there was a bunch of blowouts. And, and even though it, it was high scoring just on one side. So I, I like the type of like a type of game that this was. This was the type of game where it was like, I just punched you in the face. What are you going to do about it? Look, I just did it again. What are you going to do about it? Boom, well, I just did it again. I punched you three times. What are you gonna do about it? It's basically what happened in this game. Every time Kansas City stepped on the field, they got punched in the face. And then poor poor Pat Mahomes. I'm like, the only thing that explains some of the throws he was able to make was that he's a baseball he was a baseball player. Um especially us in the sim community are gonna be explaining the one where he's he's pretty much completely horizontal and still gets the ball off. I've made those type of throws playing baseball, turning double plays and and diving grabs and stuff like that. So I'm like, the fact that, you know, hit, he sh- even with turf toe, how much he did not give up on the plays, I commend him for that. But he was running for his life. But he said his uh, total yardage <laughs> to scrambling alone, and this is including the yardage even gained, was almost 500 yards, like 492 yards that that he accumulated. Uh, But he was being chased uh, (laughs) by everybody. And, you know, when you only have two weapons on the other side and – yeah, like you said, they did bracket those two. They they played deep. Like, they kept the safeties high. They didn't bring them up. They didn't have to bring them up because Kansas City didn't try to run the ball. The couple of times Kansas City went to run the ball, they, they, they did good a couple times. But other than that, it was Tyreek Hill blanketed. It was Travis Kelce blanketed. And don't forget they were dropping passes too. Because even on those scrambles that Mahomes was making – they would drop passes at the end. Even the one that looked like it would have been incomplete anyway, the dude dropped that one, the one where he was completely horizontal. That hit dude in his face mask. That was a, that was a 100% accurate throw on that play. It hit him in the face, man, and he dropped it. So what can you do but only amass nine points while the other team's scoring touchdowns with uh resurgence of uh, Gronkowski? I believe they saved him. For, for this game in particular because he was non-existent in any of the other games until this one, Antonio Brown. So I think it was it was fitting that those three got the touchdowns, uh, Fournette got the other touchdown, and it was just pure domination. And, you know, Ty Bowles, former Washington Redskins, now Washington football team, you know, he knows a little something about defense. I know Bills is ragged on him from time to time, but, you know, Bills is a firm believer of not – not lifting a foot off of somebody's neck. And this was an instance that Ty Bowles did not lift his foot. He kept it on there and he kind of like twisted a little bit. That's basically what happened. So congratulations to Tampa Bay.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, like I, said, I just think at the end of the day, you know, they they came more to game plan and and, and you had Kansas City. They really didn't have an answer for it. And uh, and that's what happens when you are prepared to, you know, you're prepared for certain games. You know the weaknesses and all this other stuff, and you exploit them. It's actually what you're supposed to do in any sport. Now, I think for Pat Mahomes, I think this was this is good for Pat Mahomes because a lot of stuff for him, at least for the past two years, it it's just been child's play for him. It's been too easy for him. I think it was a situation where he needed to get punched in the mouth. You know, he needed to get you know humbled a little bit because you know uh this all this type of stuff that's going on with him it, it was like I don't know if he had rest on his laurels or whatever because it kept going on so easy for him, you know, scoring all these touchdowns, I think they only lost two games in like like four uh, like uh, in like twenty something games or something like that. And uh, I think they never lost a double-digit. He never lost a double-digit lead, a uh, game by double digits or something like that. Like he had it really easy for the first, you know, two, three and a half years of his career. I think that's how long he's been in the league. So, I mean, I think every player, I mean, in, in, in any type of sort of competition, you should be able to have to go through some type of adversity. And maybe this is what they needed. Maybe he come back and on a player. You never know. I mean, and it's scary to think that, but, you know, it, 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 I think it was healthy for him because, you know, I think that everybody has to come through some type of loss to get better because, you know, you get, you see a lot of people who come through the rankings of high school, go to college, and they finally get to the pros or sometimes even in college. They've been saying yes, yes, yes to them the entire time because they're so good, good, good. They never learn how to lose. And when they do lose, they can't handle it. All of a sudden, they're just um, a shell of themselves for the rest of their career. So, um, Maybe this is a, a wake up call for Pat Mahomes. Maybe he'll get even better because you know no matter how good you are, you always have room for improvement. Is always a, a situation where you can get better. So um, we'll see how that plays out for him throughout the off season and next year because you know you never know. He may go completely off. Maybe be some type of revenge tour to where. He, he, he wants to get back, and he's taking no prisoners. And you may see something like, you know, 46 touchdowns and, and two interceptions or something like that. You, I mean, you just never know. So you just never know what might happen in that situation. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. So uh, I don't know. You got anything else before we uh jump to the next topic, or do you want to add anything more to it?
0: I, let's see. I think the level of trash talk was evident from the beginning of this game that just to add that on um the fact that tom brady and teron matthew got into it it was just crazy how like when you see the clips now the way people have edited it and then the uh the, the peace sign at the end t- t- the peace sign to tyreek hill not from tyreek hill mm-hmm. I, was, I laughed my ass off when that happened and you know you know he's that he, he Tampa was charged with a 15 hour penalty. It was it was their ball anyway, but everybody didn't. No one, no one admonished this guy. He just, they were just like, yeah, I would have done the same thing too. I'm like, he yeah,
1: none ball. of the, none of this stuff shouldn't be admonished. And to be honest with you, they shouldn't even got a penalty for that. And I don't right. know why they still do that. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, if,
0: if you think about it, how many times has Tyree Hill done that to somebody and not been penalized? Exactly. So, and the fact that you did it to this guy who's a rookie, the fact that you got, you got capped by a rookie <laughs> for your signature celebration, is just hilarious. And, and another thing, um, I know we're still waiting on bills to get in here. And hey, in you side, need to come
1: over. I'm going to be sliding to the next con- to the next topic.
0: Right. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to keep this one alive because, as long as I can, because we have to talk about the attendance at this game because you know a lot of people were either confused right and i would say rightfully so you know my side of it is that um i know they were doing they they record they said they was going to have a max attendance of twenty five thousand, and then the rest were going to be like cardboard cutouts so and I know Bills and I, we talked about this. We we kind of, it was like a short spec for a second, but the thing was, it was like I could I could see where, he, I could see what he was seeing as far as like, because they, they were pumping in. There, there was actual fan noise, but then they pumped in a little bit more on top of that. So that made it confusing. Where they were seated, some of the people were seated either in front of the cardboard cutouts or Right next to them, and the cardboard cutouts themselves were of actual people. They weren't like crazy things being, you know, used as cardboard cutouts. It wasn't celebrities. It wasn't obvious. So the, it seemed like it was a full house. I'm like, most of the lower bowl was filled was filled with the twenty five thousand, while they said the thirty. What is it? The thirty thousand cutouts just occupied the rest of the seats empty seats included right. so um, some people were worried about the COVID and I was just like uh, it's Florida they have not saying that's any better but you know they've opened up their state since uh, July they haven't gone back to anything and they've been running like free willy nilly throughout this pandemic so you know anybody who's traveling to and from Florida stay the fuck away from it that's all I gotta say. But if he gets in here, if it, I don't know what, I don't know if he's being held up. But he has an other side that I I can't really explain to the the audience. He it would do it better justice. He he can explain it himself because I can see where he was coming from. And also, I'd like to know what the audience thinks about this because I'm sure you guys are looking at it like, wait a minute, there's people there, but then they would show close ups. You see
1: the cardboard cutouts, but you still see people. And so it's like, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, that's what it was. I mean, I saw um, the cutouts. Uh, they said it was, what, $20,000, 25000 that was supposed to be there? $25,000 uh, was,
0: the, 25 was the cap.
1: Right, it was somewhere and around there. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure they, they, they sold out every ticket that, that they wanted to give out. I mean, it's the Super Bowl. So I, that wasn't the issue. My, my thing was... Uh, like you said, with the cardboard cutouts, it looked like it was a full. If you were looking at it from like the normal camera uh, area where they normally have it, it looked like it was a full stadium. And mm-hmm. I, and I, I guess for the immersion purposes and people on TV, I think that was a good thing because you, you know you want to see some sense of normalcy. But uh, at the end of the day, I mean, like you said, that's Florida. Florida they've opened up early, probably before any other state. You know, they they just been going right along with. Just trying the best to live as normal as possible. So, I mean, 20,000 is nothing to them. Because I remember one time they said, I think it was in Miami, uh, the Florida Marlins, like when they started open up, they wanted to do a full stadium. It's like, I think it was the Marlins or the Dolphins. It was one or two. They wanted to do a full stadium, no restrictions. So it's like down there is like they're, they just looking at the, the they're just looking at the virus as if like, you know what, it exists, but we're gonna live our lives. Do I agree with it? No, I don't I don't agree with it 100 percent because you just have, you know, people that are when when you do that, you have people that are just irresponsible. And and that that's the main problem. And you know, I don't I mean, I already told you how I felt about it. If you're asymptomatic, you're not showing anything, I mean, I don't have a problem if you're walking around. That's just me. You know, cause me personally, I'm going to protect myself. But you have people that are just willingly like showing that they're sick, and when you open everything up, they'll just do what they want to do anyway, knowing that they have a fever. You could tell they have a fever. You could tell they have problems breathing and or coughing because you just have people that are just just ignorant and just that stupid. That's the only problem I have about that. But I mean, well, like I said, with you know, with with the way they do things down there, I mean, that's fine. I don't live there. I keep my head on the swivel even if I live where I live now. And I, I just treat everybody with universal precautions. But um, it was it was a nice little spectacle to have with all the people there. I mean, it, it, it from a TV standpoint, it did look good. Um, I don't know if there are going to be any results from them going to the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure it's going to be on TV if, you know, it was a mass spread or whatever the case may be. You know, um, by the end of the week or next week, you're going to hear about it. And um, if it happens, I'm just going to say it and shake my head like, there you go once again you just have those people who know that they're sick and they just go there anyway they know they have a problem because everybody in that stadium can't be asymptomatic with no with with no um uh symptoms and now that's something that's hard for me to believe you're gonna have with the twenty let let's say if let's say if two let's say if 20 people of them were sick i'm pretty sure you have maybe three or four of them that showed symptoms and just didn't give a damn And that right there can spread all over the place. Maybe I'll just say seven, seven out of the 10 people who actually had it asymptomatic or not probably showed symptoms and just went there anyway. And and that's the type of stuff I don't like, like be responsible if you're going to deal with, you know, um, living and being out and about with people and you may have this virus. If you have some type of sicknesses or some type of symptoms, stay home and um, everybody who don't, man, just uh, if you're paranoid, you know, wear a mask and stay away from people. I I just think just some form of responsibility. You just you just have you you people are adults. You know what the fuck to do. You know, I mean that that's just my thing about it. And
0: you got those same adults that you think they know what they're supposed to do, but they know. I don't. They just know. don't. That's what I'm
1: saying. They 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 just don't. That's the problem. Like you 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 know, you just have people who just aren't responsible, and that's the main problem you know what i mean it's, it's it's ridiculous but um outside of that uh we'll see within the next week or so you now all of a sudden you hear about hundreds of people sick you, you know what time it is but uh all right so what do you think overall um next year do you see these teams repeating um i think it's so much moving and shaking around it's hard to tell the chiefs possibly could move be uh, come back uh into this uh super bowl don't know too much about the uh is not don't know too much about Tampa Bay they got they're going to lose some pieces due to free agency and some things going to move around but you still have Tom Brady so it still have a high possibility but uh, at the end of the day um, Tom Brady did his thing but we kind of know like you know the defense had a, a lot to do with them getting there it wasn't just on Tom Brady and his arm he just happened to make the right plays at the right time it's not like it's not like how it was when you were in New England, where clearly you saw him take over games. You know, this one was more. This was more like a, a collective effort, which is something that Tom Brady, you know, for the most part, he needed in his career for at least the last seven, probably last eight years of his career. He needed a, a collective effort because when he was in New England, I mean, it was him, Edelman, and I mean, even every now and then Gronkowski. You know, everything else was just you know, you know, pinned together and patched together. So this is like the first time you actually had a situation where it was a collective uh, uh, involvement of everybody winning the Super Bowl. And if you lose pieces, it's gonna be. A, it, it may not happen as easy as we think. Uh, what What are your thoughts about on um, repeats? We're
0: gonna have two different teams in the Super Bowl next year. I'm just calling it straight out because I think Tampa's gonna suffer from that hangover. They're probably not gonna be able to keep. Maybe a couple, of maybe one or two key people they're not going to be able to keep. Um, Kansas City's issue. Buffalo's going to be one year better. And Cleveland is going to get better. I don't even know why I'm betting on Cleveland, but, you know, Cleveland's going to get better. Um, It's just, it's tough to repeat. As a Super Bowl winner... And as the Super Bowl runner up, it's tough to come back next year. Like the last thing we've really seen that done, as far as like as a Super Bowl loser, were the Buffalo Bills. They went back like after their first trip, they went back three other times. They had to skip one year just to make it back the the following year after that. They got their ass what's up in in the three uh, return trips. The closest one was the one against the Giants. So, I, I I see two different teams in the Super Bowl next year. And and please don't ask me. Please nobody ask me who do I see being there next year because it's way too early. Like VF like VF just said, there's a lot of shaking and moving going on. We just wait till all this ha- uh um, you know clears up.
1: Yeah happens. yeah you're right because I mean right now I mean the uh, Los Angeles Rams look like really nice right now. They look yeah, they, nice
0: right now. Yeah, they back in the they back in the contendership. You, know what, you I mean?
1: know what I'm saying? I mean, you know they were they were literally like a quarterback away, and they got Matt Stafford with all those weapons and a good defense. So I mean, they looking good right now. You also can um, you also can look at Green Bay once again. They may be back in it. Uh, uh, mm, mm,
0: mm. We'll see how that situation pops uh, clears up.
1: I mean, even without Aaron Rodgers, I I, I still see them doing something.
0: Uh, I don't see them doing anything
1: without Aaron. Why not? Their defense is good.
0: Doesn't matter.
1: All they need is Jordan Love is not to turn over the ball. And they got two good running backs. All they mm-hmm. need is Jordan. No, I'm dead serious. All they need is Jordan Love. If Jordan Love plays, all he needs to do is not turn over the ball. Because well, you got a good defense and a running game. And sure. with that division that they're in, with that defense, that division they're in, I mean, I don't see why not. Love may not be ready, but Love, all Love has to do is, is throw short passes and hand off the ball. That I mean, that's not hard. I mean, he does not have to, y'all don't y'all don't realize. Aaron Rodgers made that team very dynamic. They they do not need him to be Aaron Rodgers. You got AJ Dillon and the other running back, and you have a good defense. He does not have to do much. You have the Bears is not that the Bears are okay, but they're not that good. The Lions is still a mess, and the Vikings and I mean that division is for them to take. So I would not be surprised.
0: So are you asking Jordan Love if if, if they want to uh, get rid of of moving on from Aaron Rodgers or whatever, you're asking him to be Jared Goff?
1: I'm asking him to be a game manager with that talented team. That's all he has to do. He does not have to do much with that team. He he really don't. With that particular team, he does not have to do much. If you can turn around and hand off the ball and give five, maybe 15-yard passes, you're good. Now, if the defense wasn't as good as they were, if the defense falls off, and if they lose one of those running backs, all bets are off. I'm, I'm with you on that.
0: Here, here's the thing. This is the thing I don't think you're looking at. Their offense is not going to be on the field as much. With Aaron Rodgers, he kept other teams' defense on the field. Now you're looking at the fact that it's going to be a little bit more even. It's gonna, it is going to be tougher. And as good as Green Bay's defense is, if they're on the field for thirty plus minutes a game, then if not you
1: if, if you can run the ball with those two running backs, they're not going to be three and
0: outs. That's a big if.
1: You got. I, I'm just saying, I if, you, if, they, if, if if they if they if they can run the ball effectively, and, and it, with the running game will open up short passes, he does not have to be as dynamic as most people think. So. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that they're going to like make it to the Super Bowl. I'm just saying they got a legit chance because of that. All he has to do is not turn over the ball. Um, and you go to the AFC side. Buffalo is a running back away. They need a running game because I don't know what happened to their running game. Uh, also, um, who else in the a- uh, AFC, you can look at the Titans once again. They did lose their offensive coordinator, but they they still have a talented team. You know, uh, so... Oh, yeah, if, they yeah.
0: lose that, if they lose that one wide receiver, then...
1: Right, then all bets are off, all right, exactly. Right. So it's like, you know, you have a few teams. I mean, uh, you can look at... See, I don't even know what they're going to do with with um, New Orleans. New Orleans had the talent, but New Orleans got... They're strapped for cash so bad, no talent. They might lose, like, 10 to 12 people because of money issues. And if that's the case, then they're, they're not going to do anything. Um... Like I said, you, you, got, a, you got a handful. Of, and, and once again, you, you don't know what um the Arizona Cardinals could do. I mean, they're, they're a pretty decent team as well. So you just, you just don't know. Um, State of Franchise Sports says, the rumor has it that love does not have a good grasp. I, I believe it. I believe that he don't because he hasn't played much. And, and I don't think he hasn't had enough reps. But if you just ask him to be a game manager, they can still win 10 games with that. With that team they have now, and he just, like I said, he, he doesn't have to do much.
0: Did he take any snaps this year?
1: I don't think he did. I, I Honestly, I don't think he did.
0: I I, I would keep that as a rumor because if a person didn't take any snaps, how can you tell if he's had any type of grasp of anything?
1: Mr. Ham said Aaron Rodgers will be back. L.A. Rams will be where they were this year. No one has figured out Casey in the AFC yet. No, but they got a blueprint for him. And all they got to do is go back to the Super Bowl and see what they did. I would not be I would not be surprised if people stock up on um, defensive backs, especially in that division. And you also got to understand that the Raiders the Raiders have been giving the Chiefs fits for the past couple of years. Like, yeah, KC may have gone to the Super Bowl or whatever in those last two years, but the Raiders have been beating up on them every year. I mean, I think they want to, I think they swept them in the division one year or they beat them at least once in the, in the division or something like that. So they can be had K, I mean, also K. Kansas city has not been as good as they were last year. I mean, we all talk about how good, uh, Patrick Mahomes is. Yes. But the team collectively have fell off from the year before. Cause last year they were really, really good. This year. Wasn't, wasn't that it wasn't as dynamic, but, um, I don't know. It's just, you know, you're looking at a few teams. You just never know what may happen. I just named a few. Um, also, you're talking about Carson Wentz might be going to the Chicago Bears. I don't know how that's going to play out because the Bears is such a such a question mark team. Even if they do get Carson Wentz, what does that say for the rest of the offense? Because, I mean, the defense, we know what they do. They got a pretty decent defense. But the offense is still question marks, even may, with Carson Wentz.
0: Yeah, and they may lose their number one receiver.
1: Right, oh. see that's what I'm saying. It's like it's all over the place.
0: Yeah, so number one you, may become Washington's number two. <laughs> so. like, yeah,
1: like, you just you just you just never know how that how that's going to happen. So, um, it's still early. It's one day after the Super Bowl. We don't know what's going to happen. The draft is going to happen. More two trades days. are going to happen. You're going to have off season. Yeah, yeah. It's two days. It's two days after the Super Bowl. You don't know uh what's going to happen as far as uh trades. Free agency draft, um, you know, it, it's so much gap happen between now and then. It's just don't. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It we'll, we'll find out within the next what three, two and a half months. We'll know how it goes, and and then we'll.
0: Because what is it? The first. The, in March is when they when they, when stuff starts becoming official in the free agency period and stuff like
1: that. Yeah, like trades become official, like you hear about them now but they don't go officially go through by like it's like the first week of March and then you turn around and then you have uh and then you turn around, you have the draft, and you may have other trades may have them, and we still haven't talked about Deshaun Watson's situation, whatever the case may be. It's so much can happen between now and then. So it's going to be, uh, let me just sit back and uh, wait and see how that goes. So it was a good Super Bowl. The season overall was was pretty dope. You know, I enjoyed it. And uh, hopefully, you know, it gives, it continues to be consistent because at the end of the day, um, this is the only line of sports that I actually like, Pretty much still interested in, uh, when it comes to sports gaming. If it's not like the old stuff, I I just don't play, and like I I don't know if I'll ever get back into regular like new sports titles. I, I just don't know, but we'll see. But uh, I'm not interested. Um, let's all switch over to the NBA All Star Game. I mean, we already had some um talks about the NBA All Star Game may not go as planned, even though the NBA wants it to you got players do not want to come to Atlanta and uh, participate because of the pandemic and all this other stuff. And um, I don't think it's becoming a mess or whatever. It's more like a gridlock. And uh, basically we just going to go back to what we were talking about with the people in the stands. I'm going to go to you, DJ. How do you feel about the All-Star game? You think it should happen? You think the players are right? You think the, the NBA is on point saying that they should have it. Uh, wh- what are your thoughts?
0: Well, I think it kind of depends on the specifics that are going to be listed at the All-Star game. Like, is is there not going to be anybody in the stands? Um, Are we going to create a bubble situation? Because you figure you dedicate a whole week instead of three days into All-Star game. Because typically, you know, outside COVID, pre-COVID, it was pretty much a weekend, All-Star weekend. I think this is a situation where and obviously i don't know the, the exact details but this is a situation where i think they need to just dedicate a week just to like get people in a bubble situation you know and and go through the semantics of getting tested and and like multiple tests and stuff like that and then have the festivities as is but I can understand players not wanting to travel to Atlanta because Atlanta was one of the hot spots at one point in time during the pandemic, and even while they were doing the bubble last year, they people who went to Atlanta who snuck off to Atlanta, they snuck out of the bubble somehow, somehow. They went to Atlanta, got some wings, came back, find out they got they caught COVID. So it's. And didn't you just and before the stream went live, you saw you caught an article and said they agreed to, uh, playing the
1: All Star games. Yeah, they had, there was a CBA agreement that they they said that they was going to um do it. Um, they already agreed to it uh, during the CBA agreement, and looks like they agreed to uh do it on March seventh. So there was uh, other talks since there since then. So it looks like they're going to go along with it. Um. Me personally, I don't watch it. I don't care. I mean, I mean to be honest with you, I don't watch the All Star game. I I may watch like the three point contest and and um I watch like the skills um stuff. I mean that stuff is cool, but and I I think this just goes back to me like the way I feel about uh sports. You know, not sports, but basketball in general. I rarely even watch basketball. I mean, it's not like I dislike the sport. I just have no interest in it lately you know it's just I mean I ain't gonna say lately probably for the past three or four years I can't tell you who's doing what in the NBA right now but um and if they have it great if not and I just throw my, my hands up and like all right I mean I wasn't gonna see it anyway um I do like watching the three-point contest I think I mean that that, that is always dope Dutch cut con- duck contest yeah It's is cool every now and then but um, I, I, I personally don't care. If it happens, it happens. If don't, it don't. Going back to the pandemic situation, I get it where the players feel like, you know, they could cause, you know, a rift with them possibly um, getting um, COVID or whatever. I get it. And um, it's, you know... It, you always want to take precaution when it comes to your personal health. Once again, that goes back to what I'm saying, being responsible. If you feel that it's going to be a problem, if you feel that you may catch it and it may uh, cause problems with you, once you get it, you know, avoid it, you know, Uh, by all means, avoid it. I'm not, I would never tell nobody to do it just because don't be scared or whatever the case may be, because everybody's different. My thing is, if the NBA wants to run it, let them run it. If players don't want to play, fuck it. Let them sit out. If you want to have a bunch of Joe Schmoes out there and uh, people that are uh fourth or fifth string All-Stars that shouldn't be there, if you want your Taj Gibsons and and your MR Shumperts out there, you want them to play in an All-Star game because your superstars don't want to play, that's the brand you put out there, and it'll, it'll hurt the NBA because bad enough, you know, you got people like me that don't watch it with the superstars. Now you're going to tell me that you're going to have like you know lower tier players playing in the all-star game all right now i'm really not going to watch so it's like you know it, the thing is, the thing about that is like if it's on the nba they have every right to do it it's their league want to run it if the players don't want to play hey by all means sit out i mean i wouldn't force them to play an exhibition game anyway i mean that's just me you know so if you want to have the lower tier players out there knock yourself out That that's all i do where i feel and as far as the fans go It goes back to what I said when it comes to the Super Bowl. If your ass know that you are sick, if you know you're susceptible to catching colds, if you know that you always end up having the sniffles when when you know you're around people and they may have a slight cold or whatever, do not be around people. And if you are, mask the hell up. And everybody should go there with a mask on anyway. But it's like just be responsible. And, and, I, and like I said, I understand why some people don't want things to open all the way up because people are not responsible. You open up, everybody do what they want to do, and they get sick and they're sitting around scratching their head like, "Oh, what happened?" Well, what the fuck you think happened? You know. So it's like, I get it. You're grown, but then again, be smart. So I, I totally get it. I think well, who said this? The state of franchise. He said it needs a fans. I agree. And, you know, and sometimes, you know, the fans make things worse for everybody because they don't, you know, they're not responsible. Um,
0: uh, there it, was a fight in one of the basketball games. Uh, it was between I guess, San Antonio and Houston. And there were people fighting in the stands. And this one girl resorted to spitting on a person. I am just like, come on, in the middle of pandemic, spitting is equivalent to attempted murder at this point so
1: oh mm. well, what, what what was that all about
0: it, 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 they were all drunk and they, oh well then,
1: then that, that, that's
0: usually what it is people drunk people they get into fights and you know and the one girl she she was trying to i guess her boyfriend or whoever it was she was trying to shoo away the one the dude that he was fighting was just laying on a chair because he had fell face forward on the chair and she
1: spit on them three times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, these people are crazy, man. It is it is nuts. I don't I don't know. I, I just think at the end of the day, you know, I me personally, I just want everything to move as normal as possible. But at the end of the day, when you aren't, you know, doing what you're supposed to do, I can understand why people are selective of doing things a certain way when it comes to actually, you know. Making things move is normal, cause you know you just can't trust people nowadays. They they come through and they sneezing and coughing and so like, I mean I said this even the pandemic when the pandemic started. Some people are just nasty. They're just they're just nasty at the end of the day, right. you know. So you know when you want to you know do the right thing, and it's not even a pandemic or the COVID thing. You just have people just do nasty shit regardless, you know. Right. So it, it it's just you know you know it, it it's uh. It's just weird. What's going on with you, man? How you been?
2: I've been busy, man. I was just recording before I came in here. And, of course, my headphones died right when I fucking was about to finish. So now I'm charging them. And here I am. No fucking
0: headphones. So there you go. Okay, <laughs> well, hopefully well. you
2: can hear
0: us. Huh? I said, hopefully. See? There it is. <laughs> like, well, yeah. You can yeah hopefully. I-,
2: I don't have. Because I keep the volume low when I'm recording. So I still have right. a little
0: I'll put it up. Well, it may turn. Oh, well, good. It's not echoing, so that's what was. I think that was the biggest worry, not having headphones on. But yeah, everything's good. But glad you're here. I was trying to keep that one, that one uh part of the Super Bowl conversation alive until you got here. So yeah, yeah,
1: we already done. We already done the first uh topics already. We did the uh, Super Bowl Fifty Five results. We just got finished talking about the All Star game. Um, still going. This uh plan. But even though, you know, they have a little rift up amongst the safety of it. So we already talked about those two. So I'll, I'll give you the floor and let you, uh, if you want to talk about anything pertaining to that, uh, those two topics, the floor. is yours.
2: Um, I mean, the Super Bowl, uh, I don't know. It, 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 there's so many things to say about the Super Bowl. We already talked about it. I mean, uh, look, Todd Bowles called the best game of the year, in my opinion. Um, he somewhat redeemed himself this postseason, but he still was way too inconsistent throughout the year for me. Um, people talking about possibly getting head coaching um, interviews.
1: No, no. We've seen
2: it already. We've seen Yeah, that. no, i was saying no. We've seen it with the Jets. Nothing has Season- changed. Um, this year proved that he didn't have a full team to take care of, right? He was literally just the defensive coordinator. Some so, people are some
1: people are good where they are, and he's one of them.
2: Yes, I mean you saw Rex Ryan was another example. Rex Ryan was a raw, raw guy, but as far as handling an entire team, that wasn't his go-to. He couldn't even make the right quarterback decision between Mark Sanchez and fucking Geno Smith for Christ's sake.
1: Wade um, Phillips is another person.
2: <sighs> well, I don't know about that one.
1: I think he's a I better think, coordinator I, than I, a coach.
2: I, I don't think he got a fair shake. I don't think he got a fair shake in the Cowboys. I think the best version of the Cowboys we've seen was with him.
1: Yeah, maybe. I, I, I. I you no, I mean, an argument
2: since the Super Bowl years.
1: Right, mean, maybe you can make an argument for that. I just think he's a better coordinator than the coach. That's just my opinion. Same it's thing with like, um, players, coach. Same thing with Dan Quinn. Watch how good that Dallas defense gets once he once they once he gets the hold of that defense. I think he's a much better defensive coordinator than a head coach.
2: I think it's. I, there are, there's, like, you have to walk a tightrope these days as a head coach between a player's coach and a disciplinarian, and I think that's something that Wade Phillips never mastered, Um, especially with all the egos that he had on that team. That might have been the issue. Complementary said the rest were terrible. I completely and utterly disagree. Um
1: I don't think the rest were terrible, but they – I'm not going to yeah. say they were terrible, but they – it Sorry. was a couple it was a couple of calls that they could have they could have let slide. But other
2: thing, you know, all about the
1: time Matthew like, in the end zone. Uh, no, no, I can see how that could be in passing the fair. I'm talking about some of the holding calls, that one, that one where dude fell down, they called passing the on so Mike Evans. I I can see where that one shouldn't have been called. Where you flopped, but, yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that one, but I mean, I don't think it were terrible, but it it was maybe about two or three that they could have just let ride. Well, it, but, I mean, I don't. I don't think that was the outcome of the game, though.
2: Well, here's the thing. Um, this issue popped up when I talked about this matchup. I said they weren't gonna be able to check the Buccaneers one on one, and they weren't. <laughs> so that's why a lot of those holding calls
0: were "fuck him getting beat. <laughs> Let me grab <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, Wasn't it like that, every play that Teron Matthew was just looking around, like throwing his hands up and then like yeah, trying to yeah. play act like somebody pushed off on one of his guys yeah. or him? Or I was like
2: – Like, it's no, crazy. bro, y'all are getting beat in your holding because, A, you're getting tired, and, B, you couldn't check them when you were fully energized. You just can't. Y'all ain't built like that. I try to tell everybody. This Buccaneers team has weapons they they don't even really use. They're just kind of there. Scotty Miller had no impact on that game.
1: I, never, I I I never considered him as a weapon anyway. He had that one catch against Green really?
0: Bay. No, he's, mm-hmm. Not Miller. Hate, no, he's played does. well this year, bro. Yeah. Trust me. I mean, he probably me.
1: played well. He played well this year, but I never considered him as no, a weapon.
0: We are talking about the same guy that slept on Mike Evans.
1: <laughs> no, no. no wait, well, wait. I, I will say this. I will say this. I will say this. The fact you had Mike Evans and you had Goodwin and you had Antonio Brown, I never looked at Scotty Miller as one of the guys. I saw the first three that I just here, mentioned.
2: But that's but the that point I'm making is imagine going through most of the postseason without an Antonio Brown. You're still averaging thirty points per game against the top echelon teams in your conference, and then he comes back in the Super Bowl, and you have Scotty Miller on top of that, who you didn't even have to throw to. That Gronk, who is playing big in big games—that's what he does. But Cameron Bright made plays, right? OJ Howard tore his fucking Achilles at the beginning of the season. We could have had three thousand-yard tight ends if we really wanted to do that. So that's right. what I'm saying. They have targets, just. Well, Hunter Fournette's healthy, right? He came into the postseason with fresh legs. Ronald Jones had fresh legs, even though he'd been running the ball and he was a starter for part of the season. But he he still had fresh legs because they started throwing the ball more and more and more as the season going on. The Chiefs ran into a buzzsaw. That's really what happened. Um, they had two left tackles out. We talked about that two weeks ago. I mean, that's that's not a surprise. Shaq Barrett was in the backfield all game. And Duncan Sue almost killed that man. Um yeah. uh and I and I said it I said it on Twitter and I think I said it on Facebook too. This team has a bunch of disgruntled guys, guys that other teams didn't want, guys that have been slept on, guys that were told that they weren't shit just because Jameis threw 30 picks, it wasn't their fault that he threw 30 picks, right? So Tom Brady comes to this team full of misfits and brings some with him, LeSean McCoy, right? LeSean McCoy did really Whoa, wait a
1: minute, kid. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who who are the misfits? That team Leonard wasn't bad. Burnett? He's not a misfit. That dude was. That, I mean, he he was what? he was. A, Brown. God. Okay, now you gotta tell them Brown. Yeah, but he was he was portrayed as a misfit because what? the Jacksonville Jaguars didn't know what the fuck to do with him. There was nothing but wrong Leonard with Leonard Fournette.
2: But they no 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 no, not misfit misfitters and they can't play. Misfit Misfitters right. in the team let
1: them go. Didn't want him. Well, I think they the team was want. the misfit. They didn't want it, Leonard Fournette. <laughs> Right, the Jaguars—they're they, they're dumbasses. They want, you see how
2: you see how that played himself. out. But either way, they didn't want Leonard Fournette. They didn't want. Um, they didn't want. Uh, what you call it? A B. Dominican Well, Sue we gonna,
1: I, I, I I I can understand why nobody wanted A B at the time, I but could, the Dominican Sue. I,
2: I couldn't, and this season shows why. Um, I mean, they, I uh, mean,
1: A, A, A B didn't uh, want anybody else though. It wasn't I the mean, fact that they didn't want him. And he didn't want nobody at one point.
2: Oh, the women, so the- no, the Patriots jumped off that wagon before he was proven to be yeah, guilty. They, and he was like yeah,
1: they got, yeah, they got yeah, yeah, they yeah, they got scared. But he he did not want to be in Pittsburgh. He did not want to be with the Raiders. Well, so it was well, like it was a ha- it was, was a handful Raiders of teams for Pittsburgh,
2: and you were, you're, you're
1: seeing I, it I, now. I I get <laughs> it, but I'm just I'm just telling you that it wasn't like nobody. Everybody wanted AB. AB didn't want it them. But what it, I'm it, saying it,
2: is. is A.B.'s career, people said he would never play in NFL again, okay? And Dominican Sue was considered a dirty player, right? Dirty player. This whole, team was full, this whole team was full of guys that either nobody wanted, they were dirty or undisciplined. That's what they were labeled as last year, right? Only to see what has potential. They have the number one rush defense in the league, but they have a quarterback doing thirty picks. So everybody's like, hey. I will bring my guy that nobody really truly wants to take a chance on AB, and they ended up getting LaShawn McCoy, who never really even contributed. That's what's scary about it, right? That's another weapon on the backfield, which Tom Brady usually does very well with. That's like part of the system of the West Coast, right? But he turned Leonard Fournette into a fucking catching back out of the backfield. Who saw that coming? So that's what I'm saying. It's like there was no way the Chiefs were going to come in and roll over. Them the way everybody was talking about I mean All that fucking analysts picked the Chiefs, right? They, they picking them by double digits. And I'm just sitting here like. they got Except for Michael Irvin, apparently. No, they got that,
0: that, two that, tackles. The, 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 the,
1: way that, the way that game was set up, it should have been like a 35-38 game. And what happened was, you know, they basically tied Bowles came up with a really good defensive scheme. Yeah, whoever thought that the, that the Chiefs was going to blow out anybody, they're, they're, they're smoking crack. But, it, you know, it was never supposed to be like that. He must listen to this podcast because what did they do? They
2: doubled. They bracketed Tyreek Hill. Right. They played zone in the middle on Travis Kelsey. And what happened? They beat, let somebody else beat him. I said that on the podcast last week. Where was Sammy Watkins at? Oh, he was known he to be from.
0: Where was well, we Robinson? Also, we got to also noticed they were also dropping passes. And then when the star catchers start uh dropping passes that's when you know the game was gonna get out of hand
2: uh casey didn't bother to run the ball they couldn't they couldn't run it what you can't run against the best rush defense in the league
1: if you're right. getting one or two yards a game that's better than nothing they didn't even try i'm not saying that i i, I didn't it's not it's one thing to say that you can't run the ball they stopped trying after, like, what, the first part of the first half? I mean, first quarter? They didn't, yeah, but what time would they have at that point? They were falling behind.
2: Right. Yeah, I mean, it going but, off.
1: but see, that, but that's what I'm saying. Even when the game was 14-3, you could still try to run the ball and try to get the linebackers to cheat up. They didn't even try. And, I, I mean, what I mean. They, they, they basically what they did, they felt like they had pass, 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 pass. You fell right into their hands. Even if, a, even, even if you could have caught them off guard with the draw play. Easily, but they didn't even even try that either.
2: Well, I talked about this on Facebook too is, you know, obviously teams come out with with some type of script for the first 20 players or so. Mm -hmm. I think what the Chiefs wanted to do was come out in different looks to see what Tampa Bay was going to, how they were going to play them. And the run just was not implemented into that game plan, which I don't blame them once again. If you're going to pound your head against the wall against them for two yards, you're going to be in third and eight. That's what's gonna happen. You're gonna run the ball on first down. You're gonna be it's gonna be second and eight. You're gonna throw an incompletion against tight man to man coverage. You're gonna be third and eight, and that's exactly what happened. So that, I don't blame you for not trying to run the ball. You can't run the ball against them. Nobody's done it all year.
1: Well, this is the thing. You you have to try it though, regardless. Third and I mean, eight is third. Third and eight is way better than getting sacked and be third and sixteen or throwing a pick. Yeah, but unfortunately, play calling that was yeah, there. That that, 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 yeah, that's that, that, was, that, yeah, that's that, exactly that, 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 see that. See, that's what I'm. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like they, their play calling just went out the window. They didn't even try. Like especially when you know your time ta- is. This is just basic logistics. When you're running, when you're running um uh plays, and when you know you got bad tackles, the draw play is perfect for that. All you have to do is act like you're going to pass. The tackles, are, the tackles going to get beat. The defensive ends are going to cheat up. You run the draw play. You're going to get at least four to five yards. They didn't even try against they, they didn't uh, even try it. You don't know it. You don't know if you don't try it. They didn't try. No, they tried running the ball the first. They man. didn't. They, they, they didn't did not try a draw play. Work. They didn't try. They didn't try a draw play. No, no, no,
0: no, no, That's 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 incorrect. They ran two draw plays. They went for like five or six yards. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What
0: I'm saying is Thank you
1: you got to You 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 got to You, you got to do something they instead just never of just went
0: back to it. Which was they the never went
1: back, back to it. Exactly, my, it was, it was, exactly. Draw,
0: it was it was that draw play where he he took a step back and did a reverse pivot to give him yeah, the right. ball, and it. But and it I'm, like not, five, I, I'm, five, not, I'm not. I'm not. Like the, I'm the, not. Gonna the, say, the I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say for twenty something yards. It was actually the longest play Kansas City even produced. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not.
1: I'm not going to sit here and say it would have made a difference. But I mean, goddamn, if you know they're teeing off in your quarterback, and your quarterback he had to run for what they said he ran for like four hundred something yards scrambling.
0: Well, you a question, if, if if you're doing if you got 490 something That's like,
1: If you're doing all that, I mean, at least try it more than twice. That's issue. all I'm saying.
0: Here's the issue:
2: you run that draw play when you're down 14. Your quarterback's crazy. gonna get killed on third down, regardless. So it doesn't matter if you run that run play. If you, twice, it, you, it, it, you it, it,
1: if dropped. you if you if you have a quarterback like Pat Mahomes and you're down 14, you're good money. If you, it, quarter, if, if you got any other quarter if you got any other quarterback, if you got any other quarterback, I can see why not. But you got a you got a guy
2: early in the game, and they ran it the second they, they ran it when they were starting to fall behind, they ran it. But the reason why it worked was because Todd Bowles was in the zone. He stopped running that zone, and it wasn't going to work anymore. That's the point of making you. They stopped running the ball for a reason. Andy Reid knew it was not going to work. You get in the third and eight against that defense, you got tall balls blitzing them the way they were. That's how they were falling behind. They were throwing incomplete passes against tight man-to-man coverage because Avante David and Devin Smith were all over Travis Kelsey other than that one drop before the half ended. That's the point Megan. You don't run the ball against that defense. It's not going to work. I don't care how many times you try it. I, I know you are saying to give the effort and try it. Those you two plays to. were just. You got a to because what? Because right? what, what? What happened? What happened when they didn't?
1: What? What happened when they didn't?
2: What happened when they didn't? It was every play what, in which they fell what, what, behind.
1: saying what? What happened when they just kept passing? What happened? When They so do them, a,
2: them, the they walked the ball down the field and almost scored before halftime. They, here's actually. the
0: thing with Kansas City. They're not built to run. They're to not. To they're not. I, play. So even uh, attempting to try to just mash and overpower, that's not Kansas City's game. You're asking them to do something that they're not built
1: right.
2: to do. Okay, so, so here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. You're facing... The best, this is the reason why I keep stressing that they're the best rush defense in the league. Your two left tackles are out of the game, and the people you're dealing with in the middle are in Dominican Sue and Vita Veyer. They're like a combined 700 pounds in the middle. Your linemen aren't built to deal with that. You could run a. you're gonna get a little five yard, six yard when you run out of a pass formation. Merry Christmas! That's how they got those two runs. They weren't gonna get that again, like I said, third and eight, third and 11. When he gets sacked on first down because he wants to come out and pass, which Kansas City likes to do.
1: Once again, that, that's the that's a problem. You got you, you, can't, you, you can't do that. You can't pass on first down. You know you're gonna end up in the second and twelve. They Why would you do on that?
2: First down because they get a look that they like. That's what Kansas City and, and, does. That's their and, and what and what that and what, and what
1: that look do? 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 What that look do to them?
2: What did the look do to them? They faced a team that matched up well against them.
1: Exactly. So so in the third quarter. So, so in the third quarter, why would you do it again?
2: In the third quarter, you're behind by what fifteen what, at that time. Why
1: would you? Why would you do why it you again if it's not ball? working? Why? Would, why are you, you bringing you, the
2: ball? If you turn the ball over, if you if you punt that ball and they score again, the game is over. I don't care if they have God as the damn quarterback. You're not beating that team when they're front running ahead of you. I don't care if you have Pat Mahomes or Jesus Christ as a quarterback. Well, you well, well. Well, well,
1: that. Well, well. I, I get. I get. I get what you say. I, I get what you're saying, but you can't keep giving them a chance to tee off on you. You can't do. I don't care who you playing against. You can't do that. And so they did that, and you and you saw now you saw thirty-one to nine. Well, well, they can take
2: three knees and punt. I don't know what running the ball. No, does. you don't. No, I no, no you, don't, you don't. You don't take
1: three. You don't take three knees and punt. You still have to try to run the ball. You have to, especially when you know these guys are coming at you. I don't. I, I mean, you may disagree, but you 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 have to do something different.
0: No, here's what you do different. You have to engage the short passing game. Where were and that's another thing they didn't do. Where that's bones another, bones? They do. Where that's another thing they didn't do. Screens? Screens. I agree. They, remember, I even said that, oh, if they just sneak Kelsey in the middle in a, on a middle but, screen behind that line. Here's the issue
1: but you know here's what dj issue. you know what dj in the short passing game could become your running play it could be, co- could become I'm your run that's a is, nothing it, it, but they did, they didn't even do that either
2: but I'm here's doing. the issue i would agree with you if you talked about the short passing game but running the ball does nothing right that's what it's what, not going to do that's that's the, that's that's the game. Yeah. the short passing game is their running game much like it was the bills running game all year they didn't use that. That's why they lost. Let's make no mistake about it. They lost because they couldn't stop them, and they couldn't score as a result of the fact they have two frauds at receiver that Pat Mahomes <laughs> made relevant. They have a guy who can only run deep routes in, in in short windows. He can make people miss. That's Tyree Kill. And you had Kelsey that was doing all the work based on zone play, and he was just literally willing himself open because he's a great tight end. Outside of that, Pat Mahomes has made this team look like something that they are not. They are not man-to-man beaters. I don't know why anybody thought that was the case. They never have been. I said that before this game happened, and I said that was the reason why I was picking the Buccaneers.
1: One of the best things that the the Kansas City could use is they could use a really good route runner, and they do not have one. Here's
0: also another thing. The fact that where was Le'Veon Bell? Like this is like New England sitting. Uh, what was it? McCourty was was uh, throwing that Super Bowl. He might like, have been hurt. I don't know. But yeah, I don't still, know either. It, it's but it's just like state of
2: franchise sport. He didn't do that the whole game, bro. No, you gotta you gotta rewatch the game. He didn't have Sue
0: on the edge. He didn't right. have Bale on the edge. No they, no, they 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 they, they really organic, hey, you ooh. saw organic stunts but more than, but yes, what, what we sharp. saw was Vita and Sue just pushing the guards back yes. into <laughs> I, I work, mean I work mean
1: work. if you want to if you want to find out the first the best way to, to uh, misuse a player is to put Sue on the edge of uh, of any line he doesn't Vita, play the edge
0: but it was mainly Vita, uh, Eric that was collapsing from the outside but I said Vita that before Vita. though Vita,
2: Vea and Sue were basically there to eat the double team because they knew that those left tackles weren't going to be able to do shit with those two ends, especially Shaq Barrett. Shaq Barrett got in the the backfield half the fucking game. But the thing is, it's like y'all said, and I agree. I was getting to that part. The run game, like I said, banging your head against the wall for two yards against that team does nothing because Todd Bowles is going to pin his ears back at third and eight. And you're gonna be getting killed on third and eight because you're gonna to have to pass the ball. Eventually, you're gonna to have to pass the ball if you can't run the ball. And that's how Tampa Bay gets you. Eventually, you have to pass the ball. That's how they feel. That's how Todd Bowles feels. Make no mistake about it. That's that's how he gets that pressure
1: off. What well, another, another thing me. about another another thing about running the ball? They don't they didn't have a running back like Tampa Bay did. If you if you had a four net or you if you had um what's his name James if you had a running back like that I would pound it up against those guys all day and and wear them out I would have never you have Clyde Eller I mean you you didn't have anybody who can run the ball like that so in, in 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 a situation where you have a a a, a Sue or you have any other they're going to respect what these guys are doing as far as the passing game even if you get two or three yards to carry. You can slow the game down exponentially by doing that. Maybe you end up putting the ball, maybe whatever the case may be. But if you do that enough, by the time the third quarter comes, they're not going to want to do anything with running that ball, If you, I mean with defending the run, if you had a bruising back, which they didn't well, have because they, they didn't well, have
0: anybody yeah, to they do they it. They didn't have a bruising line. Well, well, well I, mean, the I
1: mean, the, I mean, the, I mean the, line, the line is one thing, but if you're running straight towards them, you don't need a line. Well, if you're if running you straight, really tot- right? you don't. No, no. If you're running straight dive, you don't. No, no. If you, uh, no. I, seriously, I, I, if you, if, if you, if you're running a dive play, you don't necessarily need a line.
0: Yes, you. You do. don't. What do you mean? No. Yes, you do.
1: Listen, listen, they listen. You gotta
0: clear the lane. If, if, yeah,
1: they, they have to clear. They have to clear the lane if you're looking to get <laughs> big they're yardage sorry. through the, between the tackles. But, but if you're trying to, if listen, if you're trying to, yeah, if you're trying to just get a few yards. It doesn't matter. If you're trying to bust a big one or if you're really? trying to average five, six yards a carry, yes, that's why I said you couldn't, that's why you can only get those yards on the draw play because you, you, minute. you draw in the defense. But if you're just running it straight up the middle, all you're just trying to do is beat up the defensive linemen. DJ, by the time the third, by the time the third quarter comes, they're yeah. going to be worn out. DJ remind me
2: last year. What did, t- what did the Titans try to do against the chiefs? Run the ball right at them, right?
1: Yeah, but they had yeah, ten in the box, right. though.
2: No, but no, 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 no. That's They're not, not that stopping
1: that them from running Because the goal, that's the like point that we're before. making. Yeah, right. That's the point we're making
2: is, right. You're saying if you're just trying to run and get two, two yards or three yards, it doesn't matter who your line is. And what I'm telling you is, Titans had the best line in football and couldn't create those lanes for him to even get back to the line of scrimmage. After yeah, him. yeah, yeah. That that that's is true like because
0: the time that we've seen Kansas City actually.
1: Right, because oh. they, they they stacked the line and they dared Tannehill to throw and they didn't have anybody so imagine, to throw the ball to. So
0: they couldn't.
1: Have, now, now I will say, that I will say this: I don't think they would have been able to do that against Kansas City to stack the line like that with those receivers and Pat Mahomes. I don't think they would have been able to do that. That would have been play action all day. You couldn't. You can't. You can't bracket Kelsey here's and Tyreek Hill and stack the line. You can't do that. Well,
2: here's the thing. Here's the thing.
0: okay.
2: Now I was gonna say with Winfield. And with uh a couple of those other cornerbacks that are way better at playing in the box, yes you can because what's the threat? What is the true threat of a run? You're gonna drop back into some zone and some pressure from other gaps anyway. So you know they're not truly gonna run the ball. And you're not gonna stack the box against
1: you know well, I mean
2: and 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 sets that's the thing. That this is what i talked about. Kansas City doesn't come out in run formations.
1: They don't. Yeah, I, I agree. They don't. They don't even. Have, they don't have. You. I agree because they don't even. They don't even have the. They don't have the running back to do it. So I I, I 100 agree with you with that. Well,
0: Clyde, I, I I feel like do shit with it. With I feel like Clyde could.
2: I feel like Clyde Taylor could if, because the thing is, it's not about it's not about the formation half the time. Depend on the team, but with the Chiefs, it is only because of how pass-heavy they are, right? I mean, you know, they have pistol formations. They didn't use them. They didn't use motion enough, but this is – I talked Mm -hmm. about this last week. Those linebackers, Devin Smith was all over the field. That misdirection shit wasn't going to work, and that's the only way they run the ball. Like I said, it's a bad matchup. If they would have ran to the Packers or another another conventional team that wasn't so much a man-to-man team – And they didn't send a lot of pressure. They would have been good. But with two left tackles out, you have a one-dimensional offense pretty much unless you have elaborate play design. That's the thing. Andy Reid pretty much gave up the play design based on what they did in the first game. And he completely ignored the fact that he has to design for those guys to get open. Exactly.
1: That's that's exactly what I was saying from the beginning. They did not even try to innovate. They didn't even try to do anything different. And like I said, even even, even anything anything not even being uh, innovative. Anything like simple as a draw play would have made a difference, and it was successful at one point, and they just never did it. They didn't it even was... get Pat Mahomes moving. Did no, he, he was moving all right. Moving. <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: like, he was like, moving all right. But that's what I'm saying. They didn't get him moving. The defense got his hat moving way too many times. Right. I mean, you know. But let's talk about Pat Mahomes for a second. I mean, that dude made a throw parallel to the ground uh, all right uh, people, people, people people
1: are wild by everything he does i'd at it like baseball if, you, if and I, and that's how saying yeah. DJ, if you if you seen somebody play baseball i've seen it all the time I, i'm made those football
2: in triple coverage i'm sorry that was impressive
1: i mean yeah i mean it is it, 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 it's, it's more it's more than pat mahomes it's it, it's more it, it, it's more of the pat mahomes phenomenon i don't hate it but i'm like I, I've seen it before, so okay. I, I I wasn't one of the ones that was like, "Oh my God, look at this." My main thing was is the fact that, that none of these receivers didn't catch the ball when it hit him in the face. I'm more I'm more mad about that. But as far as Mahomes making those throws, I mean, yeah. As far as Mahomes, Pat Mahomes making those throws, and like, okay, he'll be a good shortstop. Well, I tell
0: you one thing the one thing that that me and Bills have been had been on was uh, Mahomes turf toe. Nobody in
1: the I got a question. I got a question about that.
0: At all,
1: I got a question about that. Did that really play a factor? Because he was running yeah. like he didn't course, have he was, turf toe. Yeah, yeah no,
2: he's was gonna be. He was, no, he's bad. He was
1: bad. He couldn't move because I, I couldn't tell fine. if he couldn't move. Because that, no, 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 that, that motherfucker ran. That ran back. Country. He he ran no, backwards no. like 15, 16 times Damn, that game. Man, <laughs> he move. was running, and, was and, the it, and the thing about it, and the thing about it is, and the thing about it is, they didn't catch him. So, the turf it probably bothered him, but he showed didn't yeah, act like it was they didn't
2: him. Catch him. They didn't catch him because he has great anticipation. And, and half the time, escape. they were man-to-man halfway down the damn field. That's why they were Yeah, there. I was like, man,
1: uh, maybe it bothered him, but it, he did a good job of not showing it. You because that, 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 that motherfucker was running like crazy. You watch that third
2: quarterback. That motherfucker was playing on pure will. He definitely... No, he could. He could
1: run. Like I said, like I said, it didn't look like it because even in the fourth quarter, he was running like crazy again. So
0: he was feeling it every single step because, like, even even between plays, I'm not. I'm not
1: saying y'all wrong, but when he was scrambling, it didn't look like it.
0: But for the people that you know, not 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 here with the panelists, I'm like for the people that are listening, and for the people that you know didn't understand, this man had turf toe. Because the way national media was like, oh, he, he's going in there like he's 100% healthy and nobody's talking about his turf toe. And then all of a sudden after the Super Bowl ends, oh, yeah, he's going to get surgery on that toe and blah, blah, blah. I'm well, like, I
1: mean, we knew, we knew it was a problem ever since. We way. knew,
0: but I'm, again, no, no, I th- I think national if anybody media w- sat there and hit this man either. I don't think. willingly didn't talk about this man's turf toe until after just to give him some sort of out.
1: I don't think they. I don't think they necessarily hit it. I think they knew. It. I mean, if you watch ESPN and FS One, you knew it because it wasn't. It wasn't the uh, AFC Championship game. It was a game before that where it was revealed that he had it. Yeah, so he had it for at least three weeks. If you're watching football and you're not like necessarily casual, if you just just watching, you knew he had it. It's just that I, I agree with you. Like they act like it was nothing. We knew it was nothing. I it mean, we knew it was some. We knew it was something, it and the, the way that he played, the way he played, act like it was because like, he was running like crazy. The,
0: the, well, listed with no injury, even though yes, yeah, see that's on, it's, on the injured list. That's see, that, the safety part.
1: And I agree well, with that.
2: What I'm gonna say is, I saw him miss throws that he never missed because he couldn't step into him because he had turf toe. He was bouncing footballs towards people. Right, he never it, does that because.
0: You look at uh Alex Smith, who had a calf injury to that broke that previously shattered leg, he couldn't get like before they had to take him out, he couldn't make those throws because he couldn't push off. But that was a calf injury that did that. I watched Antonio Gibson go through turf toe, injured it against the Steelers, and it slowed him down. Some people talk about oh, he needs to lose weight. Well, I'm glad he thinks he needs to lose weight, but the thing was is that that turf toe. Somebody said they showed one of the analysts on NFL Network an open surgery of somebody getting that corrected. It's not pretty. I'm like, they said one of the bone fragments looks like a sharp tooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's painful. I've never had it. I don't, I'm sure, I don't even know if I've, but I've. It's, it's painful, and it takes away your speed and agility. If you're a quarterback, your ability to push off. Um, what did he say was his right foot, right?
1: Well, I couldn't remember which one.
0: Because that's the one. For him being a right-handed quarterback, that's the one he's pushing off of. And then and then you could tell how he was walking. He was walking high.
1: Which, yeah, I saw, Which hey, is yeah, trying I was like, to alleviate
0: any type of like residual gravity onto the joint. So...
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm saying I saw it when he was walking, but when he was running and on the field, you couldn't tell.
0: Oh, uh, me, I could tell.
1: Let's let, let's let's switch over to the NBA All Star. What do you think about this All Star game play or not play? Um, Bills,
2: I think the people who truly have an issue with it need to boycott because they're talking so much about it. So, just boycott. that's what I was saying.
1: That's what I was saying. I was saying, like, let them have it, and if the people who don't want to play don't let them play. Uh, if they don't want to play, let, hell, go home and let the fourth string guy on uh, the Milwaukee Bucks come out there and be an all-star. I mean, like, I want to see if, what
2: happens. If, if everybody – if they have a meeting the way they did last year when they boycotted the Boston Celtics in the Milwaukee Bucks game, have a meeting and say all of our star players, Stephen Curry, LeBron James, Giannis and Kumpo, we're not going to play. And what are you going to do? You're going to end up with fucking Kelly Olenek out there? Okay.
1: Yeah, they, they um as That's of – um. As of a few days ago, they agreed to have it. They, they're having it on March 7th. But the thing is, like, who's going to play? Yeah, that's right. the thing. Who's going to play? Because, in my thing, in my thing is, let the NBA do what they do, let them have it. They have every right to have it. And, and if the players who are actually all stars don't want to play, hell, let them sit out. Like, shit, I mean, you put up, you know. Like you said, Kelly Olynyk, or you put uh, some you know third string person on the Miami Heat out there as an all star, and put out a product. Let it be on him. You think <laughs> Kelly I mean, play? Fuck no. No, I don't think. It, I, I, did, no. I think. I think. Uh, you may have one legit all star play, maybe two.
0: No, he's one of the leading vote
1: getters. I don't know which one, but I got a feeling you may have like maybe one or two that'll go out there just to do it. And and I, I don't think all of them are going to take a stand and say no.
2: Yeah, but it's gonna be it's gonna be like some end of the bench motherfuckers.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Like, no, I'm no, I, no, 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 this no. That's what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying. There's gonna be one legit all star, maybe two legit all stars go out there and play, and the rest of them gonna be like the end of the bench dudes playing with them. That, that's that, that that that's how I feel was gonna happen, and, and just gonna <laughs> end,
2: end up with Kemba Walker who played like two games this year. Be right? A fucking, be a fucking all star, Kobe if White. Thompson will show
0: up like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm here on the bench. Right. Clay's like, like, yo, I got my walking boot off.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> Right, right you're, yeah, You're gonna, you're gonna have him.
0: that. Man, like, what? Yeah, you're gonna have that
1: situation where you're gonna have a legit guy playing, and everybody else gonna be like, "Yeah, we're just I here just because."
2: Be probably gonna suit up. <laughs> I have and the, the, now. I watched. That'd be funny, but I I have no interest in All Star Game this year. I have no interest in All Star Weekend. I really want to see who is gonna buckle down and play some fucking defense. That's what I want to oh, see. God. all-star game. Fucking all-star game. Fucking oh, slam dunk God. contest. Fucking three-point contest. Fuck all that. Who's going to buckle down in the second half of the season? We saw Dallas do it um, a couple nights ago. Who is going to buckle down and say, fuck this. We're holding teams under 100. We're going to start with one game and see how many we can do. The team that does that? I mean, shit, LA can win either way, so the, the Lakers have no, they have no problem doing that, right? They, they don't give a fuck. You know, you score 140, you score 99. They don't give a fuck. But the teams that are trying to make the playoffs, the teams, I mean, the thing is, like, you got teams right now that are good roster wise, but when you get to the playoffs and it's time to get a stop, who's going to be that guy that instills it in the rest of the team? Like, yo, like, we need to fucking buckle down. There is nobody out there right now. You, when you watch basketball this year, you're seeing 140 to 138 scores nightly. And these teams are making the playoffs. I mean, almost think about it. These teams that are giving up these points, they're making the playoffs. Like, they're playing against each other, and these are the scores. Half of it is the fact that it's harder to stop offenses these days. I agree. But the other half is a lack of effort. It's just, well, you know, we'll just score on the other end. Like, no. <laughs> How about you put consecutive stops together? Can we see that?
0: Not to say that that's the that's the thing I've seen. I'm like, yeah, I've seen that league-wide, but specifically with the Wizards, it like you can clearly tell there is no effort to play defense. You and the thing is, the last two coaches you had are have been defensive-minded coaches, but the players just don't feel like playing defense. They don't feel like stepping up to take a the charge. Each I Ragged on Rui because he took his first ever charge uh, last night. Every it's, one reasons,
1: it, 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 it's one of the reasons why I, I just had no interest in the NBA for a while now. it's, it's, it's now I ain't say it's an ongoing thing, but it's just it, to me it, it's just not appealing to me anymore. I, I rarely watch it every now and then, and uh, I would like to watch it to just yeah. You know, it's just I here's just look a, at it what, for about five well, minutes and change the channel. Wow. <laughs> Here, here's
2: the other thing though. Um... You got teams who played in the bubble, right? I mean, like these teams that didn't play in the bubble, they're playing hard. Make no mistake about it. Like teams that didn't play in the bubble, they're playing hard. Like Timberwolves and the Hawks, right? They're playing hard. But you got the teams that played in the bubble that know they're going to make the playoffs. They have a pretty good idea. They're not playing hard on defense because they're like, yo, we're fucking tired. We just played a month ago. So we're going to chill out. You know, you got Denver dropping games they shouldn't be dropping. You got the Mavericks dropping games they shouldn't be dropping. All these teams should be better right now. And trust me, playoff basketball, make no mistake about it. It's going to be some good fucking basketball. But right now, we're just in a point of the season where it doesn't really matter who wins and who loses night to night because everybody's just trying, kind of clumped together right now, especially the Eastern Conference. Um,.
1: Any bills shredded so far? I'm here for it, man. I, 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 mean, I, I mean, I I guess, I, I guess, I just, I don't know, man. I, I, I just don't know. I, just, I enjoy
2: I, it, I but
1: I'm a basketball purist. I can get the people who don't. Yeah, it's just. I mean, I'm I mean, I just look at it and be like, all right. They, I don't even watch TV in general, so I try to watch sports as much as I can. But I, I get my, I, I, I technically I get my my sports fix from actually playing video games nowadays. It just I oh, don't know. It's just weird. Um, I guess we didn't oh, touch on those two about, t- I want to talk you know, about
2: because I wasn't here. I was going to talk about this. Um, this this Pat Mahomes discussion that people are having concerning the greatest of all time.
1: Yeah, dude played for. I don't know why. why I, I got a question. No, no, why? Why? Are they, no, seriously. Not right. Why are they having it? No, seriously. Why are they having this conversation? Dude played what four years? This is why. What this the is fuck? A, what? It, this, they're, this is they're, they're idiots. That's why.
2: No, it has nothing to do with
1: being a. Yes, it um, is. If you put, if you play, if you put somebody who played the game for four years, is any goat conversation? Something wrong with you?
2: Okay. And that um, is, it's
1: not a knock on him. It's just that oh, he hasn't done it all yet.
2: Well, I mean, sorry to bring this up, but Michael Jordan in 1989 was called one of the well, greatest of all time.
1: Why? Already. Why? Why? And I'm a Jordan because fan. Why? Because he was. <laughs> what? Did he no.
2: Was? no. No.
1: No. No. No, right. I, I I disagree with that. No, let let the man play his full career first. us.
0: Man, like, had five years in and they're doing that. Hold on. I feel like the, if at the time that he was labeled that back in the eighties. You agreed with that? No,
1: I did well, not. Cause I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even become a Jordan fan until ninety one. But I'm just saying. Even, it's even 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 not. if even if somebody come up and tell me that, I'm like, how are you gonna say oh, somebody's wait. greater for all time of a sport? that only played four to five years. I mean, let's think about the logic behind it. Wait a minute. It.
2: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, in 20... Let's see, I don't know what year he came in. Let's call it... Okay, in 2011, 2012, when, when people were calling Darrell Rivas the one of the best cornerbacks of all time, you disagreed after he had three of the best cornerback seasons ever, all time? How many How
1: many years did you Lynn?
2: He played five years.
1: All time? Yeah, I disagree. Because he's talking about all time. Yeah, you're I'm not all saying, all I, and, 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 and I'm not knocking his uh, his achievements. I'm not knocking his ability. We're talking about like all time after five years.
0: That's I cool. mean, fought, played
2: five years oh, his entire career, and I, I, I,
0: all time I'm to judge somebody is is greatest of all time. So, I was kind of... I, I i mean I, I i'm
1: gonna say i'm not uh, this is this is the thing you got these 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 sports shows that enable these people to do shit like this this is I the problem Mac, Mac, max max keller max kellerman started this what a year ago when, w- right 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 after right after pat mahomes won the super bowl oh he's the greatest of all time dude was but, in year three well, this,
2: this isn't a discussion this yeah this isn't a discussion about pat mahomes being the greatest of all time this is what this discussion is about okay let's say let's say Michael Jordan played let's say let's say in 91 Michael Jordan played Magic Johnson in a loss, right in the finals
1: you see me see I see you
2: um and then let's say he played him a couple years before that and lost right so now he's 0-2 in big series against Magic Johnson who a lot of people considered at the time one of the greatest of all time, right? Let's just say. This is an example. So Michael Jordan is 0 for 2 in that situation against who people call one of the greatest of all time. You can throw Kareem in, whoever you want. You get the point. Can you then say that that person even has an argument for the greatest of all time when they lost to the greatest of all time twice?
1: Okay, so 91, he's been in the league for six, seven years. Lost twice to eighty five, yeah. So he's been in the league for uh, seven years, six years. Magic had
2: been in since seventy nine. So let's say they played in the let's say they played in the finals in nineteen eighty nine, and let's say they played again in nineteen ninety one. So Magic would have been in the league nine years, but eh, whatever. Jordan had been in the league five years. The point is, you played my- guy, you played a guy who was called the greatest of all time not once but twice in big games. Wait a minute, hold up. One correction.
0: Jordan would have been in the league seven years by 91. No, I thought seven. No, I thought seven. So, yeah.
2: But the point is, in Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes' case, Tom Brady played Pat Mahomes' team a couple years ago. They beat them in Kansas City. He's now played him in the Super Bowl. Pat Mahomes put up nine points. So, the question was, can you even consider this guy – for the greatest of all time conversation even down the road when he lost to the guy that currently is the greatest of all time what do you possibly have to do to even trump this guy because you play it's unprecedented because you played literally the guy who's the greatest of all time and you lost Usually this, this is, is during eras it doesn't happen as we wish jordan could have played against you know will or whoever we wish that uh fucking in hockey that you know Sidney Crosby and Ovechkin would play against Gretzky. We wish that Darrell Reeves could check Jerry Rice, so on and so forth. In this situation, the guy that is the greatest of all time has beaten you twice.
1: This is why I. Th- this is why I do this whole goat thing till after somebody's their, their career is over. Because what Pat Mahomes could do to be considered it, I mean he's going to have to go on a run for the next ten to twelve years of his career where he even get close to what Brady has done. Then that's the only way he's going to be done.
2: But here's my question. Is let's pretend that Brady hasn't Uh pushed this lead out nearly as far as he really has. Let's say this is Tom Brady from 2014. Tom Brady from 2014 at what? Uh, Six rings? Four, uh, five rings, I think. Let's call it five. five. So the time you have five Super Bowls. So... (laughs) So so if, if Pat Mahomes faced that guy, right, and lost twice to him, how can he like you have to then not only win more rings than him, you have to statistically obliterate anything he's ever done. You have to have more MVPs than because you lost, you lost and he outperformed you twice. That's what I'm saying. It's like it well, gets, so
1: by the end of, by the end of his career, if he's able to do that, then the conversation comes up. I don't understand why people make this conversation at year three of this guy's career. It it makes no sense.
2: He's the greatest of all time in year three of his career. That's
1: why. Okay, and then by the time year 18 comes and he's done close to what Brady has done, then you can probably put him in a conversation, but right now, that shit needs to shut up. I I just don't understand.
0: A lot of it is going Uh, to come with, you know, how many times does he get to the Super Bowl. It's not even going to be about... I'm like, because I know I was on this kick about greatest of all time in basketball. At first, it was about, okay, well, Jordan's won six rings. How many does LeBron have? And even before that, how many did Kobe have? But at this point, it's getting to the championship that actually puts you on a different level than just winning it. It's the fact that you, that, that um, Brady has been in, like, just looking at Brady, he's been in, what, now, 10 Super Bowls. Boy, right. Seven and three record overall. Who's gonna come close to that? Well, here's the issue, DJ.
2: My issue is there's certain things that make greatest of all time discussions interesting to people because it's left to imagination, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's purely imagination. No, but this is what I'm saying. In most circumstances, it's left to imagination. In this situation, it ain't because we've seen it, and he beat him twice. That's why it's so bad. It, towards the end of Pat Mahomes' career, if that motherfucker hasn't won eight Super Bowls and made it eleven times a minimum, he can't be better than Tom Brady. Because Tom Brady, exactly,
1: and that's In exactly that, what I was saying. I but, said the only way he can, the only way he could top Brady, he has to go on a run for the next twelve years. That's exactly what I said. But I'm talking minimum though.
0: Like, Minimum. Much-
1: I, I'm with yeah. you. Minimum. Minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Minimum. Eight Super Bowl wins because you lost
2: to the guy twice. Now, if he never played him, then we could have this discussion if he had maybe six Super Bowls, if he had five Super Bowls, if right. he had three Super Bowls and every fucking record that ever existed, we might be able to discuss it. But you lost to him twice in championship games. One was a conference championship. Another one was a Super Bowl. And no, yes, I you're not playing directly against each other because y'all are both quarterbacks. But you got outperformed twice. But and I totally agree. I, I totally. When you were favored, so, and
1: I totally, I totally agree with you on that. And I and, and whoever it. says anything otherwise, I don't know what the what the damn uh, meth they're smoking. But they need to stop.
2: And that's the thing, bro. It, that's why I think it's so unprecedented. I had to discuss it because when we talk about this, you know, it's usually. You know, well, what if these guys played in the same era? But it never actually happened. But because Tom Brady played so goddamn long, they ended. He ended up playing against the next guy that was looked at as a goat potential. And it's it's kind of in a way similar to LeBron, but not really because played LeBron it. played and he played against Stephen Curry, but Stephen Curry wasn't on the level of a LeBron, MJ. You know, but you, that but you
0: know that matchup with LeBron and Jordan would would have happened if Jordan really didn't have those injuries in his final season. I don't think he was just gonna do two. I think he probably would extend it maybe a, a two more after that if he didn't have the injuries I, I'm have a bit,
1: Jordan versus happened. LeBron and that would have
0: happened, been- but I discount it just
2: as much as I discount Kobe his performance against him in O2 doesn't mean anything. Jordan was washed at that point. He was a show of himself.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, no, no, nobody's it, gonna nobody's it, gonna sit here, nobody's gonna sit here and put Wizards Jordan up against these guys. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> you know how yeah, it's
2: like it's not like like Brady's still playing at a high level. Now LeBron, mm-hmm. if Michael Jordan was playing at like a nineteen ninety eight level, then those it's games a different not, story.
1: Because you don't understand because...
2: Yeah that's why these games matter. That's why I discount Payton Man's last Super Bowl so much. Because he was a shell of himself, we talked about his arm being a wiffle arm in the fucking preseason. He got carried to a Super Bowl. Denver, Denver, yeah, i right about here.
1: to say, Denver's defense was the one that All carried time. Now, if it was that, if, if if you had Peyton Manning play like if Peyton Manning played like the way he played, like he did the entire season, but got blown up by the Seahawks, if he would have beat that team, then you would have looked at Peyton Manning in a different light because. That was a what fifty five and ten season for Peyton Manning. That other that yeah. the second time he went to the Super Bowl and beat uh, um beat the Panthers. I mean he was nowhere near that fifty five touchdown guy. Look, nowhere he near.
2: Start, he didn't even start the playoffs. Broncos, right. I mean, right, I was
1: saying like what what four or five games you had uh Osweiler play. It's like he wasn't even a close. If it was the other guy, the other Peyton that actually lit the the league on fire with the Broncos that first time. Yeah, but they ended up losing what forty three to eight or something like that. Yeah, blown terrible. out. It was DeMarris, terrible.
2: Demarius Thomas set a record for receiving yards, and nobody cares. Nobody even remembers because no. he got destroyed. that ball flew over Manning's head, and the game flew and out. That, and that, and the game, and the
1: game was over. That that first play when he that bad snap, and the game was over from there. And that, and uh to be honest with you, that team actually had the formula to beat the Legion of Boom. It's just that offensive line was just scared as shit. That's just, oh, the offensive line was scared as hell.
2: But yeah about, because we talked about the Seahawks, and now I got to bring this up, because I got to brag about this, I got to brag about this, now, we've been doing this podcast a long time, and I remember talking about this on here, I said the Seahawks would rue the fucking day that they did Marshawn Lynch wrong, I said if they ever built the team around Russell Wilson, they would never win the Super Bowl, now he wants out, why, they built the team around him, Not quite an offensive line, but they built the team around and put targets around him. They drafted two running backs to flank him, so he doesn't have to throw the ball that much. And when that offensive coordinator, I remember coming on the podcast and saying, the offensive coordinator, when they asked him, how are you going to implement Marshawn into the offense again coming off injury? He said, Marshawn needs to figure out how to implement himself. I said, nope, this is it. They're building this team around Russell Wilson. And they're getting away from the defense. Russell Wilson throw the ball 30-35 times. Marshawn Lynch run the ball 20-25 times. Type of winning. And they went to a pass heavy. Russell Wilson gets all the glory. That's why he threw on the last play of the fucking Super Bowl. He threw a pick.
1: You you they know you better. know why you know why they do that, right? You know why they did that, right? Yeah, you know why they did that to um uh Russell Wilson, right? That organization loves that kid. They knew they wanted him before the draft even came and they knew they can get him in the fourth round so they waited to get it I think it was like third or fourth round when they finally got him because nobody was looking at him but the way that he presented himself to the Seahawks they knew they had a gym at that position and they waited when nobody else was talking about this kid and when they got him in the fourth round they coddled him the entire time, and it doesn't help that you know he did what he was supposed to do as a quarterback, as far as practice beating Matt Flynn like everybody else did. Actually performing, he did. He's not a bad quarterback, but you you can't you got to understand what took them to the party: the running yeah. game and a good defense. It's not. It, it never was his arm. Don't get me wrong; he makes some great throws, but it's not his arm was the reason why they made they won the Super Bowl. That's the
2: point, but that's the point I was making is like. When you look at the teams that do what they do and do it better than them, you can list about four or five of them, right? I mean, you know, you're talking about a pass-heavy team that is built around a quarterback and has decent running backs. There are teams that already do that better. You have the Packers that do that better. You have the Chiefs that do that better. You have the Bills now that do that better. So, of course, the Seahawks are falling behind. They were the one difference. They were the one different team that was unapologetically hand the ball off to Marshawn Lynch. By the fourth quarter, you're not going to want to tackle him. Russell Wilson conferred on third down when he absolutely has to. Play action, roll out, complete passes, take deep shots every now and then. That was the game. And then what did they do? They said, we're going to go into the Super Bowl. We're about to repeat. We're on a goal line. I get to ordain my quarterback that I envisioned being the starter, even with Matt Flynn as a starter going into his rookie season. And guess what happens? They threw the ball. It got picked off. Now Marshawn's pissed. Next year, they basically cast Marshawn away, and that was the end of the Seahawks franchise. That was it. So I called it, and I'm sorry to be that guy, but I did. Because I said, if you build a team around this kid, he's not that guy. And he ain't. It's not a knock against Russell Wilson. But you should have kept what you had. Marshawn Lynch had another good three years left to run the ball the way he was running it. And they refused
1: to keep that know, formula. And you know what didn't help? They, they didn't help that they didn't get him an offensive of line. I mean, and everything's not on him. Everything's not on him. But even though I, don't, no. I, I agree with you, I don't think yes. that you can ride the wave of his arm to to get to get in the Super Bowl. But it doesn't help. It just made it's like throwing salt on the wound. Not only that you can't do it with his arm, you're not gonna give him off as a line either. So it's like, hey, what the hell are y'all doing? You know, it's like it's like they just abandon and then they tried to go back and get Harry Carson. I think it's Harry Carson what was his name? Harry Carson's Chris, the linebacker Chris for the Carson. Giants. Not him. Chris yeah. Carson. Chris Carson, they tried to get him as a Chris running back in yeah, and, and, and Penny, they try oh, to get another bruising running back. Yep. Yeah, they try to get a, gu- a couple of guys that that can actually, a, a bruising style running back, but it's not the same as Marshawn Lynch, and oh. they haven't been the same since. Eddie Wasey, remember that? Oh God! Well, let's go to the next person. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> I mean, I let's
2: mean, look, you you were listing, you were listing the no, running backs.
1: no, no, we were listing running backs, not you not were offensive linemen. Back backs and no, no, backs. no, we were <laughs> listing oh, – no, Eddie not Lacy's off, either. Right, exactly. He's an offensive lineman. He's not a running back no more. We're not. No, like
2: you listen, people at that position. And I listed Eddie Lacey's fat ass. No,
1: no, you 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 listed somebody that just played the position. He's not running back. Remember Deuce Staley towards the end of
0: his career why he had all those knee injuries?
1: Wait a minute, isn't Deuce Staley like was, Deuce yeah. Staley got Deuce Staley like up there now? I'm not talking about bodybuilding. He got some weight on him now.
0: He been had yeah. weight on him. That's why he had the knee injuries towards the end of his career. He got yeah, too was big. He, was really like he could barely fit into his uniform. No, 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 no,
1: no. no. I'm talking about like 70, 80 pounds heavier than yeah. he was as a football player. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, he.
0: Oh, yeah, but that he was. I'm like, for him to play on, on those knees, he was already too heavy.
1: Yeah, because he's like coaching somewhere. He's coaching somewhere now. And I saw him and yeah, I'm like, he whoa. He in
0: Philly. Preliminary he's in Detroit, I believe.
2: Combinaries said Marshawn Lynch is different in a sense that he's better, but here's the thing Here's what you really have to consider Marshawn Lynch was there before the Legion of Boom was there Uh He was there before Russell Wilson was there they traded for him when he was on the bills Yep. He changed from a scat back because people don't remember this. this. This is going way back now. You got, you got. No, you called.
1: If you know, if you knew him coming from Cal, and even when he played the first couple years at, at Buffalo, he was not a bruising running back Cal, at all. He
2: making, he's making people miss running away from
1: him. Yeah. He
2: got to Seahawk. He got to the Seahawks. He put on about five, ten pounds of muscle. All of a sudden, he became a bruiser because he had to. They didn't have a quarterback.
1: Right, because you got to think about it. Even in Buffalo, he was not a bruiser. They use no. And Marshawn Lynch was an out of the field, um, I mean, out of the um, out of the backfield uh, running back that caught the ball in Buffalo. Yep. yep, and a lot of people don't even realize that
2: he transformed he, his body and his play into a bruiser that yep. stiff armed people into the damn pavement.
1: Yep, and that's he, how he was.
2: Then they said, "Okay, let's spend some picks on some defense." They got Chancellor, who was a no brainer. They got Richard Sherman, who was a no brainer, and they got Earl Thomas. And they
1: but then built- they then they end up then they end up getting uh wasn't it Richard Sherman in the fifth round or something like that?
2: Yeah. yeah. And they slowly but surely started to build this team, but then you saw it go the other way when they traded for Percy Harvin. And that didn't make any fucking sense. Right? Slowly but surely... Pa- pa- Percy-,
1: Percy had so much talent. He just couldn't get away from headaches, man, dude. you wow, had, like, serious migraines, yeah.
2: More extremity injuries, too. Uh-huh. But that's the thing. So you saw them slowly but surely start to mold this team into a contender. They were a contender. They won a Super Bowl based on that type of strategy, which was Brandon Brown too. Yeah. Based on the strategy of running the ball... And completing short passes, and the guys were making people miss, Golden Tate, right? That's what Russell Wilson was. He wasn't taking deep shots down the field every two seconds. So that's what I'm saying. It's like when you change the dynamic of the team, I mean, let's be honest. For two years, for two or three years, they were the two best teams. The two best teams in the league were San Francisco and
1: Seattle. And uh, Seattle, because the reason why, they mimicked each other exactly the way they played the game. The yeah. defenses was the defense was the same. They didn't have yeah. the dynamic quarterback, and they had a bruising right. running backs. That's ba- like they they ba- they they were they were basically identical. Like the only difference was that the, the only difference really was that Crabtree was a, was a, a dynamic receiver, and um, the uh, Seattle didn't have that yet. That was the only but, difference.
2: But they got to the Super Bowl. Russell Wilson played okay, right? But Tom Brady scores two of the last three drives. And what do they do? Okay, we need a touchdown. We're going to ride Marshall Lynch all the way down the field and they get to the goal line. And what are we going to do? We're going to pass.
1: I will say, though, I, I I will say that one catch that footlocker um, manager Foot Locker. caught. Okay. Yeah, he, he, no, he was literally a footlocker. No, the guy who caught the ball was literally a footlocker manager throughout the season, and they added him to the team in the playoffs. Oh, I can't remember the name, But that was – no, it wasn't Tyler Lockett. Oh, it was no, somebody. You know, like, Matthews? I don't know his name, but the dude, I, whoever he was, I remember when he caught the ball. They said earlier that season, in the middle of the season, he was working at Foot Locker at, at the time. And they ended up calling him up to play during the playoffs. But he had one phenomenal catch and they got down to like the 30 at that time. But they ran Marshall Lynch up to the one and then they decided to pass. I remember that play.
0: He and took you all the way down the field. And they had a timeout remaining.
1: They had, right.
2: It was second down.
1: It was second down, yep. Yeah. Because the first Man. time, I think they tried to run it and it didn't work. Like, you the one. Why don't you try it again? And no,
2: I we're <laughs> going <we're laughs> to throw,
1: throw crosses here. We're gonna Man, turn. who, who fuck you, You're thinking I'm going to see if I can find that guy.
0: Uh
2: yeah, Kurtz. Why don't know. Yeah, that's who it was. No, but he wasn't the one that was playing the foot locker, bro. The person the person that was working at Foot Locker was Chris Matthews. He played well in the first half and then um
1: yep, right you're the right. Personal. His name was his name was Chris Matthews, yep. Yeah. And he, he caught he caught that one he, 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 Uh let me see, let me see. Super Bowl. How how Seattle's Chris Matthews went from working at Foot Locker to playing in the big game. He was a rookie at the time.
2: Brandon they put Brandon Brown on him in the second half because Brandon Brown is like 6'3 and that took him out of the game. But
1: Yeah, he had that he had had like that one crazy catch. That's the only catch he had. That was it.
2: They just you know Pete Carroll and the funny thing is, once again, I remember being on the podcast and saying this. I've seen Pete Carroll choke away games before. We saw it at USC. We saw it with Matt Liner. He wanted to ride Matt Liner to the championship against Texas. No, we're not gonna hand the ball off to Linda White. We're not gonna hand the ball off to Reggie Bush. Oh, we're wow, throw it. That guy, Linda yeah. White. They threw it, and what the fuck happened? Turnover. Reggie Bush tries to do too much. Goes and tries to lateral the ball back in the middle of the field. after he made somebody miss, they started panicking, and Vince Young took the game over. So. I mean, this is what Pete Carroll does. Wow. He, he, he thinks yeah, he's I mean, a quarterback he, he, and
1: he, he, He's known, He's known for outsmarting himself. I mean, we saw it with a couple of field goals that he tried to do throughout the season where, you know, he, he called a kicker, go out there, to do a field goal at the wrong time, and he ended up missing. It, it, it's nothing new. And it'll continue to happen as long as, you know, he don't have, as long as he got the wrong coordinators not telling him, hey, you he might want to rethink this. If he keeps doing what he's doing, it's going to continue to happen.
2: Him and Bill Belichick, the two losers, before they hit on one player, luckily, and all of a sudden makes it all funny. But
1: uh, before we go, let's talk about gaming difficulties. Listen, I've been playing Neo Two. Oh my God, I'm gonna get my ass kicked, but I, I love it. And I, I've been learning the game recently, and the game is actually fun as shit. I I mean, I think it's an old game now, isn't it? Neo Two been around for a while, but um, I've been playing it. I've been enjoying it, sir. Wait, wait, you wanna? Okay, and um. Sir <laughs> You're gonna fall. Well anyway.
2: I fall you're gonna catch me, fam.
1: I know, right? Um and also I've been playing this game called Hades. Um and there's another difficult game. Now I have a question. Um, do y'all think they should be more games like that, where games are just difficult like that and test you? Or do you think it should be some type of moderation for the casual game? I mean, what do you guys think about that? DJ, I'm gonna let you go first. I think it
0: should be more games, uh more difficult challenging games i feel like you know our brains are rotting away playing video games in the first place Well, it's not necessarily (laughs) a bad thing but i'm saying give us something that that you want to talk about immersion and a lot of people tend to think of immersion as oh the graphics oh the 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 game well the, the gameplay does go into difficulty but it's just like if you play a game that's challenging it I know for me, it gets me to trying to figure out okay, how do I overcome this? Okay, like being able to adapt to a situation. That's why, like, when I look at a game like Madden with adaptive AI, when I said this years ago, and I could see people were, were gonna cry, oh, I don't wanna play against adaptive AI, blah, blah, blah. They, they don't wanna be challenged. So, and, and this is actually, this was actually a topic of a few years ago with in, in the gaming community, where they were talking about games with uh, difficulty. Do you want to be challenged, or do you want to just like easy going games? And it's just like, you you know, you you're, you're putting aside like a regular person, regular person game is probably putting aside yeah. a couple hours per day gaming or
1: whatnot,
0: yeah, you. and you want to be fulfilled. Throughout that whole entire time, I can't sit through a game one to two hours and just drone through it without a challenge.
2: Right. Like right.
0: I just honestly think there should be more challenging games out on the market. So and 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 it was it kind of reminds me of the era of the, the Nintendo's the Genesis, the mm-hmm. Nintendo eras with those type of games
1: right right exactly like old Nintendo games like preliminary sports like Mega Man Mega Man 1 is it's not a difficult game but that last boss that one that shoots across the field with his particles going from side to side man I hate that thing it took me forever to beat that but yeah I love games like that Bills what are your thoughts about difficult games uh, you think they should have more of them or you think they should like try to cater to the casual person I mean what do you think
2: um options that's what you really need is options. You need options to customize how you want a game to be. I think, that, I think that difficulty, if you really want extreme difficulty, it should be accessible to you. I think if you want an easy path and you just want to play the game, I think that should be accessible to you too. Um, that was kind of the issue in games way back in yeah. the day was you know, lack of, um, you know, you kind of, uh, I guess it was positive in a sense that you had to adapt regardless. Like there was no lower the difficulty, or you know, let me let me go online and find out how to beat this level. Like no, there, there was none of that. Um, I'm gonna leave sports games out of it because
0: we've. That's just talk about that. Yeah, that's um, absurd. But, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. But you know, I would like to play
2: more campaigns and be able to customize the difficulty the way you could in um last of us Two. yeah that was a good one um, you know sometimes i want my enemies to be more aware of my presence there as far as me being detected rather than them to have pinpoint accuracy right i mean you know that's the thing with difficulty you put the difficulty up on certain games it's like all or nothing right I mean, you know everything is like unrealistic to the point where it just wants to challenge you versus you know easy is literally just easy and they're they're mindless there's no middle ground um so yeah just options that's that's the part that i want is options to tailor you know my tailor my experience and make it as difficult or as easy as i want it to be most games i don't want to be easy but I think that when games come out broken with certain things that would make the game more difficult, then you have to kind of adjust them. A but a lot of games don't have that option. So I think that that's what more games need to add is an option to adjust and make the game the way you want it. I mean, GTA doesn't have a difficulty, right? No. So... You know, the I've never really had an issue
1: with a difficulty. I, don't think I, mo- I mean most games don't I mean I didn't say most games but most games like that don't I mean I don't think Neo had one Bloodborne don't have one um, uh, Hades I don't think Hades have one there's a few games the new one yeah. has
2: it where you can kind of tell or make your experience and you can pick um, difficulties for certain things like you know how aware they are or how quick they can detect you and things like that versus, um, you know, just having one flat-out
1: difficulty. And I kind think reducing everything. Yeah, I think Sekiro is another one that did not um, don't have a difficulty as well. It's just my thing is I'm it's with you on the op- right. I'm with you with the note with the options, but I, I I I do like the games that come out and say, "Hey, look, this is what it is. You 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 play, or you put the game down." You know, they're like I. I think the majority of games should have difficulty, like you said, but I'm I'm here for the games that don't. They just I, this is what the game is built like.
2: I think the ones you're talking about, I agree with. Like you know, I don't want a difficulty in Crash Bandicoot. I don't want a difficulty in Cuphead, right? But you know, when you get into the realistic shooters and RPGs, I think it, they would benefit from more options. Um, you know, like with Call of Duty, for example. I don't want them to shoot as precisely as they would on hardened, but I would prefer if they would, you know, kind of change their pattern of when they stand up and pop their head up or whatever, right? It's almost just like playing a whack-a-mole.
1: Man, trust me, I know. I was playing Call of Duty, that stream yeah. I did with Call of Duty when I played it on... I didn't play it on the hardest. I played it on seconds to the hardest, but it was like, yo, three shots, I was done. But it's like and...
2: playing, it's like playing whack-a-mole when they pop up because, you know, they... They don't use their cover smartly, right? It's just, right. It's, they kind of I mean, have a pattern that they need to, you know, change up every now and then so that you kind of are caught off balance sometimes. Maybe sometimes they'll sneak behind you. I mean, shit, they had, they had a setting in the Last of Us 2. What, enemies couldn't come from behind you or something like that?
1: Yeah, it was something like that. I couldn't remember. It was it's something fair, weird. Right. I mean, my, my thing is i love a good challenge i love a good challenge i mean I, this goes back to what i was saying about me like when we was fussing about games a while back when i was telling i don't want people to play with me that don't know what they're doing like me i i know that i'm not the best at games but i find i i find the joy in learning a game and getting better as i go because when i was playing neo2 I wanted to remind you the closest thing I ever played to Neo 2 was Jinshi: the Way of the Samurai that's a PS2 game and um Dynasty Warriors and Hyrule Warriors those like the only three games that was close and those games are they're um they're not as difficult as Neo so when I was playing it in the beginning of the stream I was more like man I don't know if I'm gonna do this I don't know if I'm gonna be good with it but as long as as much as I continue to get better at it by the time I was in the middle of my first stream I didn't completed the first boss. I beat the the second mini boss. Um, by the time I did the second stream, I was I wasn't necessarily running through the game, but I got a grasp of it to the point where the game itself was very familiar with me, and I find that satisfying because I think people like Complimentary Sports said Mega Man. He talked about old Nintendo games, even with uh OG. He says I'm with you via. It's like. That's where you get your gaming skills from by learning a game, getting better as as you go, instead of just having a game to just uh, constantly just you know you run through the game or you just uh, find it so difficult to the point where you're not actually hey. learning the mechanics of the game.
2: I, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson
1: Punch Out is a perfect example of that you had to learn the the mechanics and the in the tendencies of each boxer. I'll tell like you,
2: you, UFC four. UFC four is a prime example of that. I sucked at UFC four when it first came out. Now all of a sudden I'm getting better at it. Two uh, K Next Gen is also the same way. I it was an adjustment period for me. Um, I can I can feel myself you know getting better at the game. Uh, but UFC four, yeah, it's like it has such a deep uh, button system and there's so many different moves you can do, and um, every fighter fights different, which makes it really hard
1: I mean, you know this goes back to like what i was saying it's one of the reasons why i like arcade shooters um i don't know if y'all could see this let me see if i could pull this up i may not be able to hold on a second let me see if i could pull this up no i'm not i'm gonna really out oh boy here let
0: me see
1: <laughs> do y'all see that
0: yep see it
1: i got that game just playing right here on my screen on my tv i just got it playing now this game right here is an arcade shooter. I love learning the patterns of this game just to see if I can beat it. Like the games like this, I could play this all day. Because these games are like super difficult. But I it it, it, it uh enhances my hand eye coordination and my skill of using a joystick and or just using a controller. Because these games are like hella hard. But I like the I like to the play these games to continue to up in my skills and playing these games.
0: Well, so I, I was about to say, the most recent game, like, big game that came out, Cuphead, was like that.
1: Exactly, that's another one. And you know what? I'm almost done with that game. I got almost to the end of that game, and I just stopped playing, which I don't know why. I guess it was other games I was playing. But I need to go ahead and finish that game, because that game was another game that actually pushed me to the limit. And it's like, those are the games... Another, that's another good one right there. Contra. Contra is a good one. Contra is not as hard as people make it make it out to be. Go play Super C. Play the sequel. That that game's hard.
2: I was on Cuphead, man. Somebody told me to play that game. I don't know how many <laughs> years ago this was. I got stuck on this one mission, and you talk about competitiveness. I literally stayed up until I beat that shit. Right? <laughs> but that's what now, it's
1: about, though.
2: It was like, bro, I started playing this one level at like 9 o'clock I'll tell you it was 3 a.m. and I was going to bed after I beat the shit, and then I realized there was an unlock that I could have been using the whole time and had no idea that he had this special little shooter shit. I was like, what the fuck? I was so heated, but I was at the same time, like, at least I got past the level. Now I have this and I'll you know be able to use it. But now you know some of these levels are gonna be easy. But yeah, bro, Cup challenged me like no other game, really, other than Limbo.
1: But that, I mean, that, that was just like, oh, good DJ. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: because there were a couple of games, uh, Nintendo Legendary Wings. Everybody, oh that yeah. One. Yeah, that was they,
1: a tough one. And
0: then On top of that, because uh, Capcom had, I, I I don't know if Capcom did that, but uh, what was it? Then there was like 1943.
1: Yeah, that's another another shooter. Yeah, that's another good one. Yeah. Oh, that's well, another good one.
2: I could use Battlefield Five as an example as well. Me and DJ talked about it. I really had to adjust to the guns. The guns. well, style. you gotta understand.
1: I mean, even Battlefield Four. I. Had to, I mean, I had to adjust to what because the guns in that game they were literally different. Now, Battlefield, Battlefield Five compared 3. to Four is like, 3 too. yeah, Battlefield Three is like you had, like like me. I had to stick with one gun and actually learn it because if I keep switching over and over, it's gonna take me forever to like learn it all over again. Because I played with the G36. And that that's like that's the gun I like to use, but it takes you a while to like, okay, I'm gonna play with the G thirty six, then I'm gonna turn around and try to play with the PKP, or then I'm gonna play with the MP five. Those games are so good that those those uh weapons just feel different. Like, I
2: had to learn the tap 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 method because I played Call of Duty <laughs> the I played, but when you play battlefield, A you gotta learn that you're just not about to be running around running gunning everybody.
1: Yeah, that recoil is real, bro. Yeah,
2: and, and two was with those with certain guns, and really all of them. If you're shooting somebody in the distance, you better tap, tap, tap. Shit! If if they're running from you and they're close to you, you better tap, tap, tap.
1: Right, right.
2: But bro, oh
0: god, it reminds me of Battlefield I'm, 4. Trying to, I'm, I'm, so sure. good. I'm trying to see if anybody can remember the two favorite guns that I tend to run with. Like, I, know I know one. Of, I know
1: one is the Scar H. H. I know that. I know that's one I yeah, used to play with, 40, but right. I can't remember the other one. But I know Scar H was one that you used to play with. The other yeah, one yeah,
0: yeah. was the M four one six.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that's the regular right. That's M4,
0: right. M four, but not the one six.
1: Yeah, yeah I remember the M right. one I
0: used to. T- no matter what game it is, whether it's because PUBG has both of them, yeah, uh, yeah. I think the division has them. Of course, yeah, the Call division has them. See, Call of Duty got me hip to the Scar H before Battlefield. Did,
2: and Battlefield had the four one six, and I was
1: just like, "Yeah, those those are two guns I would it. use." Battlefield
2: four had the um the MX four. Oh, that was a nice one too. FMP, that shit was nice. Yeah, man. the
1: MX four was nice. Yeah, and that one and the MPX, but the MPX is a DLC. Um, um, yeah, it was, it, that's a DLC. You had to get the final stand or. Something you yeah, had to get the DLC to get the MPX, yeah. but those are the, 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 both of those are great.
0: But you know what? The, the funny thing, the mechanic that a lot of people wouldn't use, that I, I don't think people used often, was the firing mode, switching in between like single. Yeah, you shot, can switch yeah. single, the double. Yeah. Merge, I usually and, just and then go then auto. fully auto, cause yeah, it's I, like, I, I like auto, really me and then single shot. I use for the Scar H. I often switch to single shot because it was a it had power. It had like, what five point five six bullets. I, so, I mean, as far as the size of the bullet, so you did it, a lot of damage. Yeah, so I, I just did run lot around there.
2: too much, man. I run around too much to use single shot. I have to use, I have to use ultra um,
0: Yeah, everyone knows me. I'm posted up. I don't camp, I move, but you know, most of the time, my, my kills I'm stationary. I'm just like pop, pop, pop.
2: <laughs> Andy was probably pretty good on Battlefield 4 because, like. Thing about Battlefield Four that's different from Call of Duty is, um, if you're playing the right way, you're not really having many gun battles. Like, not nearly right. as much as Call of Duty. I mean,
1: Call no, no, Duty- no, you're not. Uh, if you're if you're playing any other mode outside of, if you're playing TDM, obviously, or if you're playing Gun Master, if you're playing those two on Battlefield Four, you're not having many gunfights. It's it's more uh, like a semi-tactical game than anything. Like, if you got you know good teamwork outside of those other two modes I just mentioned. Like, yeah. you can dominate another team like if, if you got guys who know what they're doing. But and even
2: then, it, like, in in TDM on Battlefield 4, I mean, you know, a good game was 20 and 4, right? In Call of Duty, it's 40 and 4. Right. So you're not finding and shooting at 40 people in a battlefield. I don't care what map you're on. It could be fucking nope. Siege of Shanghai. You're not shooting at, it could be Flood Zone. You're not shooting at 40 people. That's
1: you're like the worst map in the world. My God. I flood, flood,
2: zone. flood zone You gotta go downstairs
0: to get around half the time because it's Right. It can't be. Yeah, I'll never forget. Oh my god. Yeah, flood bro. zone is like yeah. the worst. Battlefield 3 had a nice map. CN Crossing? Yeah. I, that was a, good that was a yeah. nice map. I'll never forget what D. <laughs>
2: He just shot down the fucking. <laughs> He's like, I'm tired of shit. <laughs> he goes up there, he got the fucking RPG. He shoots down all them little huts.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they because that was, was in the window. Camping. Yeah, that was in the window. Just camping. I was like, you know, I'm tired of this shit. I got. And the, then uh, the steps
2: it. where you would come around, you go downstairs and go all the way around and come up. They were camping up there. They had claymore yep. and all that shit. You know, I was like, nah, yeah, I was
1: a fuck that. I just, I took the RPG and just took down all those little buildings. I got tired of that.
2: <laughs> tired of that. Call Can't Duty's do this. One thing I miss, man. Call of Duty's,
1: like I said, it's like paintball, basically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, like I said, I mean, we talked about this before. It's like, it's a fun game. And that's what it's for. I think a lot of people try to take Call of Duty a little bit too serious when the game don't take it serious themselves. I think the first time Call of Duty actually tried to take themselves serious was like the current Modern Warfare, the one that came out, the recent, I and mean, because those guns actually started to hit like a battlefield game, but yeah. you still went back to where it was more like Call of Duty type. But Call of Duty's always been like that, and I think people at this point, if you haven't realized that at this point, then, then you're an idiot. You're one of those guys who think Pat Mahomes should be the goat right now, like. No.
2: Cause when I played Battlefield for the first time, like holy shit, destructible environments. Yeah, um, you know it was it was like it was new to me. Cause when I used the RPG in Call of Duty, right, you shoot it at a wall and you'd see a spot, but it wouldn't blow the wall up. And you shoot one on Battlefield,
0: like oh shit, <laughs> I just knocked this whole fucking building. No down. way, the
1: whole wall just made a big hole. Right. In it. What the hell, you know?
0: But you know what? There was a game that that was third person and had destructible environments. VF, you know which game I'm talking about, right? Red, Red
1: Faction? Pre- oh, yeah, 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 Red F- I wonder if I still got that game.
0: I have it. So I you I talking about multi- playing in a multiplayer arena with, des- with totally destructible. Yeah, environments, yeah, it was. you could also rebuild those environments. So it was kind yeah. of similar to, to Fortnite.
1: Yeah, I wonder if I still got Fortnite. I think I still got it over here. I, I don't to re- know. I
0: might re-download Battlefield 4, now
1: i thought you about to say redownload fortnite i was like yeah you, i'm gonna mute you <laughs> all right man but speaking of mute we're over two hours man what y'all got before we go
0: i so speaking of mute we're over 2 hours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> y'all got anything before we slide out here
0: well i'm like i did get, i did put up a post on my website at dj81.org so um i'm gonna try to get back into some writing um, I just randomly just went back to it and just you know just type something a little you know real quick just to be like look it's been a while. I need to start. You, know, you waited long enough, you know. The hey go handle Joe Montana sixteen type writing gonna... expeditions going on, but I'm gonna get back into it. I don't have a set schedule as far as like when I release stuff on there, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna probably incorporate uh, my Wednesday. Uh, which is tomorrow, podcast on or show on to that website as well. So, there we go. Yeah, exactly. It's my thoughts at dj81.org. And then you can also catch me on my stream tomorrow. I will be there at 8pm. And those are right on Twitch. But anybody who doesn't know, my Twitch name is Evo325. So, um i have um, i have a couple of topics already lined up surprisingly i already have a couple of topics for that show we're going to talk about uh you act white is going to be a topic and and (laughs) you know which post i was referring to and uh (laughs) and i guess the other one damn what was the other one i forgot what the other one was l but uh i'll You'll know. I'll send the link out, and um, I'm sure there's gonna be a discussion. So,
1: Boys, what you got?
0: I'm tired of shit. It's a wild
1: I'm glad
2: everybody it. came through, and um, it was fun.
1: And I'm tired of shit. So there
0: you go. That's all I got. I'm, I'm tired of here. this shit. I'm sitting here <laughs> listening to uh, this. Uh, uh damn, what was the name of the, the, the Michael Jordan documentary? The last dance. The last dance. I'm sitting there listening to the soundtrack, man. Damn. Hmm. Listening to what song am I listening to? Oh, it's on my computer. I sat there looking on my phone. Which song is it? I ain't no joke by Eric B and Rank. Eric B and Rakim. Okay. Yep. Hey,
1: Alright. Um as for me, I'm. it depends on what time I get home tomorrow because i gotta go back to work um depends on what time i get home i may stream oh i might just do another video i don't know either one um because i, I want to put some content on the youtube channel been doing that lately people been you know it's been pretty positive for uh, the few people that have been watching uh that's what's up um appreciate all that uh definitely we'll be back on thursday to do the podcast again and i will be streaming on friday i really want to get back into neo and and I want to get back into uh, Gears 5. Um, I forgot there was a new game plus on Gears 5. So I am playing a new games plus on Gears 5. Because uh, I, I beat that earlier. Um, late last uh, last year. You can catch that on the YouTube channel. So I went for a second go around. And I didn't know they had a new game plus. So I am playing that. So between those two games. I'm, I'm playing those right now. And I'm also playing NCAA 08 and Madden 08 for everybody who's been watching the football games. And that goes back to what I said about the struggle. Um, those games are difficult because my teams aren't the best. I lost a game with NC state end up winning the one with the um, uh, Oakland Raiders. I went back and streamed again. I won one with NC state and I lost one with the Oakland Raiders. It's really weird how that plays out because um, personnel really matters in those games. And, and if you guys want to see what I'm talking about, come through and watch the stream. I'll probably be streaming those throughout the weekend. But uh, probably on Sunday, more likely. But uh, Neo and uh, Gears is gonna be prior to that. So uh, it's all gonna be here on the Twitch channel, and I'm gonna be doing some other stuff on the YouTube channel. I hope you guys had a. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed yourself on this stream. We did pretty good. I thought it was a pretty good uh, podcast episode, and it will be up on the podcast uh, avenues if you feel like downloading it. That'd be great. Go over there and subscribe because one day you may not be able to catch us. Uh, live and you can listen to us on your favorite device. You could be your own program manager. Sounds great! Yay! 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 So uh, do all that good stuff. All right. So we're gonna get up out of here. You guys be safe and uh, stay away from people that are sick. Don't want anyone else to catch COVID in our first and rates community. Had a few, but they have recovered. That is a great thing. And um, we will see you guys on uh, Thursday. All right, guys. Peace. Peace
0: so, out. Fuck Carmel. God damn, a hey man, I
1: forgot to talk about my shirt, man. Hey, this is the shirt right here. Let's complain more. Uh, let's complain in more gaming. All right, we out. Bye.